to tell all your friends about me. What are you? I'm Batman. It's not college basketball. It's Clarence. Let's get ready to rock. What is up, Friday Nighters? Welcome back to another episode of Just Another Friday Night. It is, in fact, Friday night uh, and another Friday night. <laughs> I am CM Chuck. This man, Adamantium Adam, we call him Double A. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers. I think these are twisties. Twisties? Oh, should we, we should wait for Steve, right? Steve. Okay. Steve, Steve. I'm, like, I'm not going to rip my skin off. Right? Steve, no, nah, you should be good. Steve, Steve's not going to show up. And then I'll be like, damn, we were waiting for Steve. Uh, guys, what is going on? It's Friday, double A. Football. Uh, high school football, right? Friday yes. Night Lights, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, Joe is out there at the Friday Night yes, Lights yes, right he, now. He did say that he will try to be joining us during halftime. So yeah. Yeah. He's going be doing that. But I mean, shit, back to school, you know. Mm -hmm. and, uh, Football games are back on, so hopefully they're kicking ass. Uh, both of our we uh, they represent both our schools. You Absolutely, know, so. yeah. Good luck to your boy uh, Joe, number four, I believe, is number four, and uh, the uh, the Hornets, the mighty Hornets uh, over at East Central. So, so uh, yeah, and then we got football coming up uh, next Thursday, man. Finally, yeah, man. The, the the defending Super Bowl champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers go up against the Dallas Cowboys Week One. And speaking of your your uh, fellow Cowboy fan here in the house, Jerry D of Hi, Totally Rad Jerry. Christmas, yo yo yo, about to see Shang Chi. Oh, I'll let nice. you know how it is. Hope y'all have a great nice. show. Have a good time, Jerry. Have I, I time. saw it yesterday, Jerry. I failed to mention that to you because I got onto the show late. Uh, my lady wanted to see it yesterday uh, after work, so we went right to a six o'clock show and saw it. Then I rushed back to do an episode with Jerry D and some really great guys. Talking 80s wrestling, wrestling. and That's Christmas. Awesome. That's awesome, man. Uh, although uh, Jerry, who runs a fantastic show, uh, I think he, he he learned a lesson there about wrestling fans. Jerry, got man, you know, you probably got to see a lot of the Von Erichs uh, doing their Star Wars. That was always around Christmas Day or mm -hmm. Christmas Day. So Is that right? Von Erichs, nice. Freebirds, golly, in Dallas, Texas. Yeah. It was really cool. The guys yeah. he had on last night, because I believe he had one guy from Kentucky who actually was a writer for Den of Geek. Uh, Ron was a, uh, was a cool guy. And then he had on a guy, CJ, who's actually in Canada. He was a big, uh, uh, obviously a big fan of Brett. You know what I mean? So uh, I but, guess it depends on what parts of Canada, because yeah. uh, I know the Rougeos are popular like in uh, Montreal. Mm -hmm. And uh, then Steen said, or, or Dino Bravo. Dino Bravo, I think, is popular in Montreal. Rougeau is somewhere else. And then Brett was the Calgary. Yeah. The hearts were the Calgary's. So okay. They, they had like three families in Canada that were kind of like Rougeau, Bravo, and then Hart. So, yeah. Yeah. He oh, had, he, here we go. Our man's in now. Yeah. There we go. What is up, Steve? Cheers. We're waiting for you, man. <laughs> we're trying the new Yingling Light 99 Cali. Guys, you know, Yingling is here now from, from uh, PA. That place. So, I mean, I've been seeing that everywhere now ever since you, you uh, brought the beer over last week, man. It's yeah. Traders Village has it on tap now so but what did you think delay you didn't really give me a review last week you know? i liked it. it it's good man it's, would you pick it up on your own yeah it's not too harsh man it's okay. not too harsh on yeah. the taste buds especially yeah. the lighter one right but yeah. I, I love that the regular one is my favorite but i've been wanting to try that they brought a few others with them they brought this light lager i never really had like a lager that was light but yeah they also <laughs> brought their golden pilsner i, I got a few in there saturday oh okay that was actually pretty tasty i got some of those in there yeah, too for us to, well tasty. for me to try because i haven't had that one and then they have one called flight which is like their 
which is like I guess just like their re- a regular light. I beer. might have had that one too. I had a little taste testing last Saturday with my brother Will and my cousin Alex. So uh, they mm. brought that over. So That's good like, times. Okay. I'm sad I missed out on that. Uh, Jason also in the house. What's up, bro? What's up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry we're late, guys. As always, we're trying to get the the eight o'clock. A little bit earlier, but we may be having some more changes regarding time frames and even regarding the live coming soon. Um, more to come on that as we yeah, know. Right? Yeah, yeah, more know. to come on that. Yeah, we may yeah. be we may be coming on even later, so we get to stay up later with us. I know some of you guys go to bed early, but uh, for those of you that don't, we might be up late. It is Friday, right? So look at you know what I mean. Uh, Steve says, "Yeah, Chuck, I tried that up north on vacation. Tried it in Philadelphia. Did you like it, Steve? What were your thoughts on it? I love the regular one, the green bottle, the the regular regular Yingling." Uh, that I, I got to first try that. Um, a friend got mailed some. My friend Aaron, who used to live in uh, Aaron B. Y'all know Aaron B. of Big Bite. Uh, he lived up in Pennsylvania for uh, uh, in Philly for a while, uh, and they would. That's what he said was like their go-to drink drinking beer. Um, and so he got a friend to send him some, which we know is I think illegal. So yeah, you won't need any more names. Yeah, bootleg. <laughs> and then when I went to Louisiana for my first time, at, uh, it was there at the gas station. I bought like two, three cases to bring back because I was like, this beer is great. Yeah, there's like a whole show that's uh, based on like illegal bootlegging. It's called Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> <laughs> Just some good old boys. <laughs> Although their car, not not too popular about uh, the car, right? You know what? It's funny because I do still see a lot of orange chargers. Mm. So. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I mean that the flag on top. The flag on top. Yeah. yeah. What, are you, yeah. what are you gonna do, right? Do, but it was do? one of the. Yeah, coolest looking cars. Though. Yeah, that definitely was. It the General Lee was, you yeah. know, it was cool. Yeah. Um, uh, well, that's enough of that. Yeah, <laughs> Double A. Um, what about Shang Chi for you? Will you go to theater? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go see it. Okay. Just, uh, but you know what? Uh, honestly, Sam, um, I when the Marvel movie comes out, I usually don't see all of them. Like I, I missed out on Guardians, the first one. I didn't. Oh see wow. Um, yeah. I didn't see Ant Man, the first one. Uh, you know, at the theater. So there's been a few Marvel movies that, uh, you know, I kind of waited. Yeah. You know, so I think I've caught almost all of them in theater. Uh, and again, just because like I, I want to avoid spoilers, and I also want to catch those end credits. Which I'm surprised I haven't seen any uh, really on social media. Yeah, I'm like I have really, really surprised. I mean, and especially the groups and the circles that we run yeah, in, we can't yeah. really. Um, it's hard to avoid sometimes. So yeah, uh, Steve, thank you on the T-shirt, Steve. Oh, nice. These are now available for sale. Uh, the uh, designer, uh, Chris Rizzo of Invincible Comics and More, he asked me today. He said, "Had I gotten any sales because that day we announced we were going to have shirts three weeks ago? I had all these people saying we want shirts." Uh, and so, guys, you can now go get the shirt at threeleggedrabbit.com right there. Uh, you just got to search. Uh, you got to go to the. I'll put up a link, but if you go there and search like J-A-F-N, it'll come up and it's like the second shirt on there. You can get it. It even says double A variant or CM Chuck variant. I don't care which one you guys buy. I just yeah, want you guys to buy them. I don't so. give a damn either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so if you buy them, that's awesome. Yeah. If you buy them, that's really great. That helps us. It helps Chris. Yeah. It helps Lucky, the dork dad, who is through Lake Rabbit as his company. So, you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, it, really and plus, it's fun. I care more. It, it, we make next to nothing off the shirt, which is not why we're doing it. We do it because we want you guys to yeah. have a cool shirt to wear. This was, I mean, this was. I don't think. I don't think I. We planned this right. This is just kind of like a surprise. Uh, what to get the shirt made? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was kind of just like I started talking to Chris, and he said one thing, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah man, yeah, that sounds like cool good. or whatever." <laughs> um, and if anything, man, it's just a really cool shirt for us. You know, oh, totally, you know, totally. So, uh, uh, I love it. 
this is the first time i've ever had like me on a shirt yeah <laughs> and, and you know my podcast you know our podcast but like you know so we I know can, i can go out and like yeah this is me and this is my podcast you know? yeah <laughs> we know that uh lucky and joe they actually have their actual like photograph on there on their t-shirt yeah, you know yeah. joe always They're tells me to upstage us a little bit man. yeah joe always tells me you know he's like well until you have your face on a shirt you didn't really make yeah. it so Joe's yeah, trying to be trying to keep Joe's, up. those Joe's think they know. Yeah, those Joe's <laughs> do think they know. They think their name is Bo. We're trying to keep up, <laughs> trying to keep up with the Joe's over there. So, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, guys, go check out threeleggedrabbit.com. They have a lot of cool, a lot of fun shirts. Besides ours, they got like an awesome Frankenstein yeah, order, Joker. You ordered yeah. the Black Panther one. Mm-hmm. I have the Chadwick Boseman one. Chadwick Boseman. Rest, yes, in, rest, yes, in, yes. Uh, rest in peace, King on the arm, which yeah. is cool because we had an episode called that. Um, and I also just ordered uh, Chris Rizzo's other design he did. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, actually, this one is he designed it for Lucky. It's the three legged rabbit, but it's like the rabbit. It's <sighs> yeah, almost yeah. like a like the jackass logo, but it's got the rabbit with the carrot and a, and a crutch because yeah. you know the rabbit only has yeah. three legs. Three I thought legs. that was neat. Like it's three cool. Legs. Yeah, uh, I do want to get one of Rizzo's shirts for Invincible Comics and more, but I'm just debating on which one to get because I I like that he did that Rick and Morty one, the oh, Scary yeah. Terry. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. like their Freddy. Yeah. <laughs> so, did you get to see that the video I put up on the Friday Night Faithful? Uh, no, I haven't. The Christopher Lloyd. Yeah. One. No, I haven't seen it. Yeah. Yet. No. And the no. kid from It uh, who plays. I saw that. Uh, I was like, wow. He plays uh, uh, Billy. Billy. Billy Boy. And I was like, what a great choice. He, I could see him as that I, character. I was surprised. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I can see him. I can see him. It was really cool if you guys are rick and morty fans it's something to see um also i want to give a shout out to uh, my friend uh, uh jessica who i used to work with uh um back in the day uh but we were on the now watch this group and talking about things to watch and she suggested that i watch the uh what we do in the shadows i've heard that show is fucking funny but i've never seen it the show is super funny but she was like watch the movie first so i had to rent the movie on amazon movie. For three bucks. yeah there's a movie oh, and it's a co-written by Taika Waititi and he's in it too oh, wow. okay. so it's super funny a double a you'll like it it's like a tongue-in-cheek vampire movie yeah, yeah. and you know Mark Hamill always promotes it because he was on there mm-hmm. so. yeah he just came out yeah. in, in, one, in one of their episodes I saw recently uh Doug Jones who liked was one of our posts yeah. recently he, cool. he was in it was too cool. yeah. the show I wasn't really sold on until about the fourth episode and then I just could not stop laughing like the shit they do is so funny you know what i mean but uh yeah they're both worth watching so uh thank you jessica and thanks now watch this for for having that topic and that subject but um yeah uh what we do in the shadow is hilarious steve says uh double a what is he saying it looks like a winter tea uh black and plastic on your chest uh don't try it in the summer i'll take one of each chuck oh there you go steve i'll set you up with a link brother we can get it going or i could try to do the order for you yeah, either way yeah. um but yeah, Steve. Uh, no, it's not that really hot. It's kind of like um, I don't fine. know what they call it with the material that it's yeah, on there. It's but yeah, no, I don't think so. You sit in the shade to be all right. But yeah, normally too, I don't think I don't wear. Well, you wear black all the time, right? Yeah, well, yeah, because they only make shirts. They only black. make yeah. A lot of shirts only come in black. You know what I mean? Yeah, Wrestling like, man, shirts. I, and, they came in red. I buy in red. Mm-hmm. Comic book <laughs> shirts. Yeah. Yeah, everything's a fucking black. <laughs> I can't really help that. <laughs> what else? Double A. Any pickups? Any uh, pop, any pop culture news? Um that happened this week besides like shang chi dropping obviously big i was like new episode of what if yeah i know man holy you know i didn't intentionally watch it three times i know i posted i was like holy number one you saw that one three i watched it at work during my lunch and i was crying (laughs) and then i got home and my and my nephew said can we watch the new what if and i said yeah because i'm excited when he wants to watch it so i watch it i'm crying again and then i figured out the third time i ended up watching it 
Uh, I don't know, but no, but no, just since she wants to watch it, I'm like, oh shit, oh, the fourth time, I'm like, oh yeah, I was a mess all three times. I was oh, like, my oh, that's man, why I was like, was... you like, you're sadistic. I was I, like, damn, it was like, you know, I like a good cry, that was you know a what I mean? Dark but... fucking episode, man. See, Benedict was, like... was so good, man. He's so, Ooh, I love the voices, man. and Rachel McAdams, too. I was like, man, I, yeah. I didn't like her drawing, I thought they could have done a better drawing, more drawn or prettier because yeah, well, her drawing did do her justice. Yeah, most of the time, I like they they get them spot on, but her, I was like, shit, I can't even tell. Yeah, she's gorgeous. But uh, uh man, golly, man. fucking dark episode. Definitely yeah. dark, man. But I was you, like, I'm only seeing that one once. If you <laughs> if you guys are not watching what if, we highly suggest you guys watch uh, it. You know what? It it probably if they could have worked out, it could have been a live action, but you're you're asking all those guys to come back for a 30 minute right. episode. It's just not gonna happen. I gotta say, I really wish you that, know. you know, Chris Evans, Chris Pratt, and and Robert Downey would have at least loaned their voices. Like you could probably phone it in. I mean, like some of those characters don't have that many lines in those because they're nah, not the primary no, characters, no. you know. Yeah. So, Unless they're probably like, well, no, I want money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I had heard that they were really, you know, trying like, you know, they already said they were done oh, with okay. it, so they're putting okay. the characters behind okay. them, and I'm like. Yeah, but to me, if that's I gonna made... be the one that's gonna define you, trust me. Yeah, no one else is gonna remember Chris Evans for anything else. Right, right. Plus, yeah. if I feel like I made that character what it was, I would want to leave my stamp on it as long as I could. You know what I mean? Like, I know that Hugh Jackman said he's done with Wolverine, but I wonder if he would do like any Wolverine voice work. Yeah, you know I mean, what I mean, well, like... I mean shit, it's worked for Kevin Conroy. Yeah, started for twenty nine years, I think. Already. Yeah, so... definitely, definitely. Everyone always says that he's Batman. You know, yeah, Conroy, he's exactly. Batman, he's always so. in those votings for like who's yeah. your favorite Batman, and he even looked good as an older Bruce Wayne. Yeah, and the action. Uh, live action mm-hmm. was pretty cool. He I thought so too. Yeah. I thought so too. Uh, he says it's not like I've worn uh, I've worn it on a black tee. I have two dozen black Harleys. I was gonna say, Steve, I know Harley does doesn't do a lot that many colors, but I definitely dig you, man. When you're outdoors, you don't want to be in black. I no. I try oh, to avoid it like no. the plague. In fact, the one I bought of Rizzo's, I bought it in blue, uh, which I had to like special order because it doesn't. On the on the three legged uh, rabbit website, sometimes shirts have other colors. Like some of our other podcast shirts, we can get them in white or blue or gray, um, but um, they mainly come in black. Uh, and this one only comes in black. In black, I think the design really uh, won't work on another I background. Yeah, it won't work on yeah. anything else. So you got to get it in, in this. Unless one. you get the whole T red. I don't, know. I don't even know how. No, I don't know. I think it looks yeah better because it's yeah. like the comic book cover, yeah. but. Um, yeah, no, I totally get you, Steve. I, I try to avoid black during the summer as well. But in the winter and at night, I wear the hell out of it because it makes me look slimmer. I mean, so. Um, new episode of Titans came out. Titans is rolling, going oh, okay. strong. Okay. Uh, so that, they're only doing once? Uh, they come out. Uh, well, they, they dropped three initially at the beginning of this season three. And then like they're the doing one a week on Thursdays. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so they did one a week on Thursdays. Okay. Uh, obviously, you guys know uh, Wednesday is um, uh, What If?, so what if yeah. lots of good stuff to watch right now man and then like i think that what we do in the shadows is coming out on thursdays so i'm watching that um one of them that lucky suggested and man i gotta tell you i've really been bumming off your hulu i hope you don't mind <laughs> but, i'm not uh, gonna start watching that until why comes out oh uh, okay why the last man nice which i think is gonna be coming on the 13th of this month finally i can't so. wait man me neither i'll be I watching it off here soon walking dead we're doing our walking dead right mm. double a i'm caught up yes it's man. good it's I, good again i i love it ever since angela king took over uh, back mm-hmm. a full on, full on with Walking Dead. Yeah, so. these first two were really solid. Man, They're really man, great. Man, you know what I mean? Megan, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> you know what though? But Maggie is. Oh man, yeah. what she did, golly. Yeah, uh, Steve agrees. The me. shadows coming right. Yeah, it's really funny, right, Steve? I'm telling you, people, you got to get on what we do in the shadows. There's the man himself. 
Lucky in the house, the dork dad. What's up, Joseph? He says, uh, nice shirts. Lucky, thank you so much for putting these up on Three-Legged Rabbit. You just missed me. I just had the banner up there for a while. Uh, hey, man, congratulations on your daughter. I saw her posting. She made a bell, bell of the week. It, oh, awesome, man. I didn't oh. see that yet. Yes, yeah, congrats to posting, her. So yes. Congrats, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I and uh, I haven't heard. I think y'all's new episode is not out yet, right? Lucky the, the uh, program episode. I've been seeing the promos, but I don't think it's dropped yet. But their previous episode at the end, uh, Lucky and, and Joe always do a cool end credits kind of scene. Uh, <laughs> it's just them kind of talking. But I believe uh, Lucky's daughter's school and and uh, Joe's son's school, they're going to play each other in football. Ah, so they'll be okay. like at the same game okay. at the same time. Yeah, and, and Joe says they should be uh, they should sit together. I was like, I don't know if Lucky wants to sit on the rival side, Ooh. but he said that uh, it'll be better because since their daughter does dance, they'll be facing the, the oh, crowd. Okay. So I was like, oh, that'll, they're okay. facing the the home team. Awesome. I was like, oh, that'll, awesome. that could work yeah, out. Works you know out. I mean? yeah. um, they both yeah. got season tickets, I think, so that's pretty cool. Uh, Jason says, what's happening this weekend? Uh, uh, I think I read some Star Wars guys are going to be at Traders. Mm -hmm. San um, Japan, too, I believe. I don't know where yeah, that one's yeah. at. Is that a, oh, is it Henry B? It's always at Henry B, I think. It probably is. If you're into the anime, anime stuff, uh, Jason, head downtown to Henry B and check out San Japan. Uh, pretty cool stuff. There'll probably be some cosplayers there and oh, things like definitely. that. Definitely. That's, that's definitely. Makes it yeah. worth it on its own. But uh, yeah, Lucky, so uh, we appreciate you being here, brother. Um, oh, and I think there's some local wrestling. Oh, nice. Too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did uh, Thunder Rosa already have that uh, match? She was, supposed to, she was having a match here. A week ago, two weeks ago, I think. I don't know. I don't know. But you guys know Thunder Rosa. She's now with AEW, and she uh, lives here in San Antonio. I think she works out. Yeah, North somewhere. Stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, so yeah. That's right. Cool. That's her. That's She's right. awesome. Extremely talented. That's right. Uh, if you guys are wrestling fans, too, Ric Flair, he went back to the NWA. Mm -hmm. Cut a pretty good promo. Uh, thanked everyone. For, awesome. For every, he didn't bury anyone. He was like, you know, thank you, Triple H. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Sean. Cool. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Undertaker. And he goes... Vince, I know you're not watching, but somebody will tell you, you know, thank you for everything you've done for me. Yeah. You know? so, That's and, awesome, man. And he was like, you know, you know why people like having me here? Because I was the NWA's world's heavyweight champion. Yeah. You know? and he was like, that's the period that everyone just loves for my period is when I was with the NWA. So, so kind of a return home for him in a way. Big huh? time. And it was in St. Louis. At one time, St. Louis was like the capital of the wrestling world. Wow. You know, at one point, yeah, I mean, just St. Louis was the mecca, you know. So pretty, pretty cool, man. pretty cool homecoming for, you know, Ric Flair. Who's their champ right now? Uh, it was Nick Aldis, but now mm. it's Trevor Murdoch. Do you remember him? I do remember him. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he finally got a belt on him. Huh? Yeah. I, know, I know he was like yeah. a tag champ maybe at, mm. at most at one time. Uh, Steve says, lost you for a minute. Guys. Uh, yeah, CM said that happened last week, and I, I was like, it looks fine to Yeah, us. our internet is good and everything. We're not good, sure so. if it's maybe the StreamYard thing or Maybe or they're what. trying to boot us off or something. Sorry, guys. If maybe they want us to upgrade. A little <laughs> Yeah, they want us to pay for that big upgrade. So if we're a little choppy, we apologize. Again, uh, I need to get better about I actually turning off our Wi-Fi and then turning it back on before we start so maybe oh, it can like I don't know what it does, it. clear out the cobwebs or something it. like that. But either way, uh hopefully we're back. Um what else, double A? Anything else uh extremely uh pertinent to pop culture and the the world around us? Like you, like I said, guys, I did a quick episode with Jerry D. Uh, I've done two episodes with him actually know, in like the past two weeks. Around, spreading the word, yeah, spreading trying to spread the, the word. JFN, uh, love there for man. sure. That's my favorite part. When That's they what say, I always like see him, you know, Chuck of the Just Another Friday Night Podcast. <laughs> like, when they tell me what do you got to plug, I'm like, boy, do I got something <laughs> to plug? I got pages. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, Joseph says, uh, I'm sorry. Sorry, Lucky. Lucky says, uh, did you guys see the Rick and Morty promo with Christopher Lloyd? Yes, we just talked about it. I think you might yeah, have just hopped and, on. And CM pop, uh, put that in our group. So. Yeah, it's in the Friday Night Faithful group. Super awesome. You can check it out. I love that kid, the one we said he was. Uh, uh, Billy uh, from It. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, uh, Christopher, Christopher Lloyd. Lloyd. I mean, yeah, it's like that's kind of who they said Rick Man, is based on. You can know? you imagine how cool that is for the creators that, you know, you, you base it on him and then the guy actually comes out and does it. I mean, Man, I, I'd be fucking stoked if I was that creator. I'd be like, yeah. wow, really? Actually, you, you're going to do it? Like, wow. Yeah, know? totally. I was actually seeing people doing other casting choices, and I was like, what the heck? Like, this is the guy it's based on. You don't want Christopher Lloyd? Or maybe they don't feel like you can pull him off. But, but still, you know, I mean, how cool is that? You know, it's probably oh. like when, uh, what's his name? CM, uh, the one that um, Garth Ennis based. Uh, oh, oh. Uh, uh, I forget his damn name. We, I'm all, I was going to call him Huey also yeah, or whatever. Huey, but yeah. Um, you guys know who we're talking about, Shaun of the Dead and uh, uh, all those flicks. Damn, I can't, uh, I I can't think of his name either. I'm he was in Star to Trek, too, but, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, how cool is that thing? Yeah, you he know, actually he came, came out, out and boys. did The Boys. Yeah, yeah, that was who the Huey character is based on in the, in the comic Damn, books. I can't remember that. Um, <laughs> I know, it's, I'm t- drawing a total blank as well. But, uh, you know, when you get the guy, I mean, for a creator, that just has to be awesome. You know, it's like when the Ultimates, when they did uh, mm-hmm. Nick Fury, that looked like Samuel Jackson. Yeah. And Samuel Jackson actually yeah, did it. Exactly. Know? Or people had, I mean, I know it wasn't like that, but like people have for years had said that Patrick Stewart should be, you know, yeah, and, and that became, that was like one of the fantasy choices like forever. And that actually became true. So that's kind of some, a little bit of like, I wouldn't call it news, more like speculation, double A, but have you heard that they want, um, your guy, uh, Gus, to be possibly the new Xavier, uh, and if there's any like a re- redone, um, you think you think he's so good enough? Yeah, Carlo he's still young enough. Yeah, I think so. Well, I mean, I guess depending on what version gonna, of the X Men we be get, a number of years. Like Patrick Stewart started looking really old towards the end. Like, yeah, and even his voice sounded really gruff at the end. I think so, man. You think he's me, at a good enough age where he can do that for a number of years? I think so, and I would also just love to see what he does with the character because I, I heard he's a that good actor. Went, and then I heard Doctor Doom, but Ooh. but I think with Doctor Doom, you need someone kind of younger uh, if you're going to do him and Reed. Yeah, from the college to right, you know, and I guess it depends, right? Who you cast as Reed, right? You kind of got to like have yeah, him go hand in yeah. hand, so it's like you're you're casting. So you're casting that, that would have been cool as Doom, but yeah, he's a little too older. I think he definitely would have got like the voice down and all that. You know what I mean? Like he would have been a good yeah, and then, the uh, intelligence, and then everyone freaked out with like uh, <laughs> like everyone freaks out real bad when uh, but uh, it was Keanu Reeves' uh, birthday a few days ago, and mm-hmm. Marvel wished him a happy birthday. And, so uh, everyone already was like, oh, my God, he's going to be a Marvel. Oh, my nice, God. And nice. they already put a picture of Ghost Rider, which I was like, oh, Ghost Rider. Ooh, I was like, yeah. I haven't heard anything about that. But do you like that? Game, I, I, like that. I do like it. But again, he's he's 57. I'm like, golly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, he, I mean, I, I know it doesn't really matter. I don't know what these actors are doing now that they still look like they're they're in their 30s, 40s. I, know. But I mean, look at Paul Rudd. Right. They say he doesn't age. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, but I don't know. 57. That's Man, that's really pushing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I definitely think Keanu could do it. It would be cool how they wrote that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, but I and Ghost Rider is a really it. cool major character that you know he can tackle that wouldn't be like a waste of time. Yeah, you know, that's just a really cool character. You know, so something that uh, Friday Night at Marquise was sharing with me was that I guess they're doing a new video game, and it is kind of based around the midnight suns the oh, primary character is lilith nice. the villain and it's ghost rider blade but oh. he's teamed up with spider-man and uh, no uh 
Wolverine and damn, I forget who the other guy is. So you, you still have to get like a heavyweight in there, though, right? Yeah, it's, it's like an unusual <laughs> little uh, collection. It's not the exact Midnight yeah, Suns but, like that yeah, we read, like but I, said, I was kind of like, they you, went with that story. That's cool. Yeah, you, you kind of had to get a heavyweight in there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think, too, he said that the game it might either be for phone or something. It's going to end up being one of those games, not like a regular video game. Uh, and if it is a regular video game, I think he said it's going to be like um, – what they call like turn taking turn style where it's like you've got the character you got to pick the command you know you like, know um that might actually be really good because people are really getting into it seems like more or less uh into the horror kind of creatures right. you know like yeah. a lot of people seem to love that horror stuff now i mean uh morbius right it's coming coming morbius, you know Ghost I, mean? Rider, so... I mean uh blade i mean blade's always popular mm -hmm. you know i mean yeah but the horror stuff is always like a, a pretty big appeal <laughs> oh yeah people, no definitely yeah. man i i think so I, I think that it's cool though that they're kind of touching on that particular story and bringing it up lilith it's and... cool it's cool it's really cool once they introduce it like into a medium like a video game if it gets steam then it's always like maybe there's hope for seeing some of mm -hmm. those characters come back mm -hmm. uh steve says uh they, they look good because they eat a lot of salads and <laughs> says drop them tacos <laughs> that's right for sure <laughs> <laughs> good stuff man uh anything else in wrestling uh double a we got the the AEW event this weekend, right? Coming That's up, right. The yeah, yeah. CM, CM Punk's Punk. first yeah, match. I know he did a go to sleep finisher yes, this week yes, on uh, on um, whoever that guy was that he did it on or whatever. You know, people were saying it didn't look that crisp, but I'm like, oh, he was in jeans and it was his first one in probably years. You know, he he might need to rethink a different move though, man. I mean, shit, you're 41. I mean, he still yeah. looks good and everything, but man, picking those guys up and then yeah. Know, yeah, I mean, well, fighting, but then again, AEW—they're—they're not heavy guys. They're smaller. They're smaller right? guys. So. Yeah, uh, it was kind of cool him in the ring with Sting. I don't know if that ever really got uh, to no. happen, you know. Uh, but, like knee tapping, it's just cool. It's a cool visual. Yeah. Um, I mean, shit, I, I wouldn't mind to see him punk Sting match. He can take care of Sting. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, Sting, yeah, give Sting a try, man. It could yeah. be that could be fun. That'd be fun just to just to put it on the happens, cards. You know? I mean, like, what do you want to get out of the way? Like, do it now. Like, get, you want to mix it up with Sting? I mean. Shit, sometimes I think I'm like, man, Taker should just fucking do one match with, with AEW and fight Ooh, Sting. You know what oh I mean? I know he would never. That, that might actually Vince. that might hurt Vince more than any other you know wrestler doing something else. You know, that might actually hurt his feelings. Well, then book it, Vince. That's all you got to do. It's funny brother. though, man. I'm, I'm you know like it's funny because like Sting, like a lot of people love that look, but man, I'm still like the beach blonde. Yeah, Sting. That's, the the that's old my Sting, the '80s yeah. Sting. Yeah, yeah for man. sure. <laughs> um. Yeah, man, I was talking '80s wrestling last night with uh, with, with Jerry D and his uh, crew there on uh, on uh, Totally Ride Christmas. Uh, we missed you, Double A. You would have been <laughs> you would have been well well suited sitting in that situation. But um, '80s wrestling, man, that was the shit right there. I'm telling you, man, we got our episode on that you one. Had 80s so many territories, golly, so many people coming and going. Oh, man, what awesome time. Yeah, it was so fun that after we went off air, you know, Jerry does a pretty tight show. Although it went long, he couldn't keep it short. <laughs> but uh, when we got off, we got, like, most of us stayed online kind of just chatting about yeah. stuff. And then, like, we just kept naming names. And uh, Jerry was like, no, we didn't talk about any of these guys on the show. <laughs> like, we didn't mention any of these yeah. guys. Like, you know, but uh, I told my Hulk Hogan story. Obviously, I've told on our show yeah. and getting to meet the Hulkster. And uh, some of the other guys had some pretty cool stories, too, whatever. I think uh, – um, the guy that Jerry works with was on the show. Also, it's funny we both wore our Hulk Hogan t-shirts. There's, ah. there's no video to it, but you know you're on Zoom. That's right. That's right. He does uh, audio. Yeah, yeah, it's just audio. But uh, he was saying that he met Sting at their store because they're up in they're based out of Fort Worth, Fort Worth, I think. 
And he was saying that Steen came into their store to shop or whatever one time. And that uh, he was like, I helped him out with this stuff. And he's like, he wasn't the nicest guy, but he's like, I didn't really fan out until I got outside. And I was like, oh, maybe it was once you fanned out that he was kind of like, Uh, you know, like like if you're not acknowledging it in any way, didn't have any problems with him when I met him uh, at the con. Yeah. I even asked him if he can have the belt on his shoulder. And he was like, yeah. I, I told so, him that, yeah, we, you know, me and Albert threw up too sweet. He threw it up with us. I was yeah, like, so. okay, cool. You know what I mean? It made for a cool visual. But I told him too, I said, that's probably a little different when you're paying for it. I mean, they got, they got to be not, a little bit nicer. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess so. Well, I don't know. Some people, I'm like, you know, we met APA and, you know, they weren't really paying attention to anybody. You know, yeah. Farouk and Bradshaw, they were just like laughing. Uh, they like right. pretty much like didn't even know I was there. Did they like, there? Yeah. You know, here you go. And they're, I was like, I don't know. All right. I think it was funny. I think too, because when I met, uh, I forget which one of them it was. I had met, I had met previously what by themselves. So when I met Sean. them, like I didn't want both their autographs. No, oh, it was oh. one of the APA guys. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. But either way, it was still like a funny experience because I was like, oh, I had got you before actually. <laughs> so I was like, I don't really need it. You know what I mean? Uh, Steve says, uh, "What's up with Mario? You guys keep up yeah, with him? Yeah, yeah, we do exactly. We do. Yeah, yeah, all the time. Man. I actually got some books from him. I, you know, um messaging saying hey do you have these and he mm-hmm. said yeah so yep he's doing great steve uh we just saw him recently um you know he's still uh still selling still has mm-hmm. plenty of stuff i uh, just got to reach out to him uh we shared a post the other day that he did uh, yeah, of statues. statues uh he has yeah. some really cool stuff there man and all you got to do is reach out to him. micro micro what herculoids that's you steve like i didn't see any herculoids either i'm always looking out for you steve to see if i see it but yeah, man, he's doing great. Um, yeah, you know, kicking he's, ass. he's still yeah. kicking ass. And uh, yeah, he gave us some awesome stickers. I should have brought him to show. I'll bring uh, him I next didn't even, week. Yeah, I left my yeah. I put one on my bottle that I have all of the all of our podcast friends stickers <laughs> on, and and uh, I got almost no room on my bottle now for for any other stickers. But yeah, man, uh, I'm sure he'll appreciate you asking. I'll let him know uh, that you asked after him. Um, but yeah, he's doing good. We ju- we just got to see him uh, this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Strong, healthy. And, yeah, and we picked yeah. up some stuff from him too, so I'm sure that that helped too. Whatever, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was some good good stuff. But uh, yeah, guys, we're pretty pretty much at that yeah. time to take that first break, and we're ready to get into this topic. I think, right? Yeah, yeah, we, we've we done both our, have a lot of opinions on this. Yeah, and it was getting, it was getting a little bit heated before we got started, or whatever. <laughs> and so you'll see how it goes in between us. And we want to hear what you guys think, obviously. Uh, so, um, and not just on the topic, but like almost the situations, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Cause yeah. it applies to a lot a of different lot of things. things, a lot yeah. of different things. All right, guys. So we'll take this quick break. And then, uh, if you're listening to us on audio, we'll be back in 30 seconds. And if you're here with us on Facebook live, we'll hang out for a we'll second or two. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As Joe says on Now Watch This, and we're back. Uh, <laughs> steal your shit, Joe. Steal your gimmick. Uh, but we were just saying uh, about uh, Ed Asner passing, whatever. But also the um, iconic female wrestler Daphne, Daphne, known yeah, as man. Daphne, the uh, Scream Queen. And she was in WCW for a good number of years. Uh, apparently, she had, went on Instagram. I, I didn't look at it. Uh, everyone I didn't says see it that either. it was pretty bad. And, yeah, uh, she brought in suicide, and uh, apparently, she did uh, commit suicide. And uh, I didn't know it was suicide because it wasn't it was in suicide. the articles. It was yeah. suicide. Did they say everyone? Everyone kept 
putting that suicide. It was like to call up your fucked up or something. Call, call. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah. So I was like, Ooh, God. so um, who knows what it could have been? It could have been really uh, concussions. Like she had like Junior Seau, remember? Right. Uh, That's right. all the blows to his head, you know. Yeah. And then just out of the blue, he, he committed suicide. It was like, wow, Junior Seau, you know. Yeah. Uh, so you know, just probably so many undocumented uh, things. I mean, when you wrestle for the independence, you know, it's they're not going to have a good medical system. Yeah. And if you ever listen to Jim Cornette's podcast, the reason why he dislikes AEW so much is because he says it's shit like that that you know right. it's really going to fuck you up. Like he's trying to really look out for a lot of these wrestlers. It's like you need to stop doing like the high spots every fucking show. You know, right. save that shit because it. it's it's going to fuck up your body. You know, yeah. by the time you're in your forties, you're, you're not going to be able to walk. Yeah. You know, so yeah, it's all true. Uh, and very sad. And if anyone is going through that or experiencing yeah. that, definitely reach out. I you read know, Mick Foley's uh, article post. Right. He, he had seen her video and he tried to reach out, but he said he could, got voicemail. Nobody could. Everybody Nobody got could. voicemail. Yeah. So I guess she already had it in her mind to she go did. all the way yeah. through with it, which is super sad. Because they're saying even on the Instagram, you, you just hear her phone just keep going off yeah. and off and off. So. And I knew uh, I was only exposed to her because of you. Yeah. Because you showed me yeah. some of that Ring of Honor Ring stuff, of Honor, uh, Second Punk. City Saints. Yeah. yeah. And, and I saw Punk putting her through a table. Yeah. She wrestled with the guys. She bumped just like like as good as any man could. She was she was a badass chick wrestler, man. I mean, like a badass wrestler. Not, not, not chick wrestler. She was just a badass wrestler. And, uh, Really, really sad when someone makes that decision to take their life. And uh, obviously, reach out, man, uh, guys. You know what I mean? I know me. You can reach me by Messenger, Facebook, anything like that. If anyone is ever going through anything like that, uh, I don't want anyone to feel like you're alone because you are not. And there's always someone to reach out to. Yeah, there always is. Trust me. For sure. For sure. Um, Steve says. Steve, come on, man. Don't make me choose. Steve says, Jeannie or Marianne. Uh, I'm gonna go ginger from Gilligan's Island for you, Steve. I'll throw that one out there. How about that? I don't know. I have a oh, big Mary question. Ann, that Marianne. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, or Mary it, Tyler Moore. Uh, okay. I was saying if it's just Marianne from from fucking uh, Gilligan's, I'm going Jeannie. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, if it's her, Mary Tyler Moore, don't make me choose. Yeah, that's uh, a tough one. That's a tough one. Jeannie was a super fox. Uh, Anthony in the house. He said, "What up, fellas? Uh, Anthony, what's up, my guy? Anthony picked up. I'm trying out this one tonight, man. I'll bring you some tomorrow." Anthony hey, Rich says, "What's up?" Rich, what's Rich up, Rich? Guy. Rich was uh, breaking serious balls on the Dallas Cowboys. Man, oh man, on the fucking group. Rich. That, thank you for reminding me, Sam. Yeah, yeah. 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 Rich, want to know this Thursday, baby? I was gonna say uh, his Colts better really pull something out their ass for him. Yeah, to, because you. man. <laughs> Don't give double A any space, Rich. Get that on fucking you. crazy shit. <laughs> yeah. Steve says, Jeannie, I know because she can grant wishes. I could just tell her, Jeannie, could you look like Mary Tyler Moore for you one night? Dice? You remember Dice? I do remember. When he was like, hey, is he a... Well, I don't I can't say that. That's a, that's a <laughs> classic that Andrew Dice Clay and his thoughts on I Dream of Jeannie. Uh, Steve says, oh, Mary Tyler Moore, no. No, co- no comparison. Ah, oh, maybe ah, so. I don't okay, know, Steve. Okay. I don't know. It's, it's a, it's, she I think was it's the great looking in Dick Van Dyke oh, in yeah. those early seasons. Of Mary yeah, just a really oh, striking oh. brunette. I get it. Sometimes brunettes don't do it like blondes and redheads do, but but she was a really striking brunette. I'm telling you that scene when she throws the hat in the air, I was like, yeah. what a smile too. What is that in the song? The smile that lit up the room. I'm like, uh-huh. it really does. <laughs> All right, guys. Enough 
guffawing uh, and oh, real, real quick, oh here we go uh, anthony says those are nice shirts i need to get one yeah uh rich says win or lose for my coach i will still knock down the cowboys thank you rich <laughs> and he says i am coming for all teams oh uh, here yeah. we go here we go you know rich the Colts play the patriots so i want to know we got me and you we got to get down brother mac jones is in the house who mac jones <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, well you lost your quarterback, so well, uh, yeah, Cam I'm, Newton got I, released. Hey, so. just like when you got on the on on Dak to the future, I'm on Mac to the future now. Double A. <laughs> that shit didn't happen. Steve says Genie wins. Uh, yeah, really, not one that really tops Genie a lot. Anthony so. for a shirt right here, brother. ThreeLeggedRabbit.com. Go out there, pick up your choice of either the CM Chuck version or the Double A version. We don't care which. We one don't really care which one you buy. Just just buy one. You know what I mean? Buy one, but buy both. Have both, have the set. You're representing the just another Friday night. So. Yeah, one of us is salt. One of us is pepper. You know, they go good together on the table. Get them both. You know what I mean? It's one is mustard, one is ketchup. You know what I mean? Last time I had corn dogs at the movie theater. I didn't really had corn dogs wow. at the movie theater. I ate with ketchup. Jesse church with mustard. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I don't know. It's for one for why not both exactly rizzo says why not both riz in the house welcome brother the creator himself of this beautiful beautiful design that we are so happy and proud to wear uh i do say rizzo could maybe a little bit thinner you know what i mean more of a i, I think i have <laughs> well, a more you look great, man. You look fucking great. a little bit more chris evans jawline i think you know what i mean but i guess it's a more accurate portrayal you know what i mean uh riz i'm so glad you're here i hope you're going to join us for the show uh, because I really want to hear your opinions on this as an artist uh, and, oh, and a creator right, of things right. uh, to kind of segue perfectly into our topic. Um, <laughs> but Riz also says, why not both? Uh, so, uh, guys, let us get right into it right now. Guys, tonight, this is a topic that AA brought up to me when we knew we were going to do a return. He brought it up a couple weeks ago. Uh, I don't know why we didn't do it then or whatever, but we're going to do it now. So, uh, guys, if you know comic books... Um, oh. And I, I love this quote. I'm going to read a quote. Can I read a quote, Double A? Yeah. One of my favorite movies of Denzel Washington's is Crimson Tide. One ah. of the reasons why I love it so much is because they make a direct reference to comic books in there. Uh, in this scene, two of the guys are fighting, and, and Denzel's a second in command on this submarine under Gene Hackman. And the two guys are fighting. Denzel breaks it up, and he wants to know why why they were fighting. The guy the guy tells him, I don't want to tell you. You know, it, it's silly or whatever. Um, and he says... Uh, uh, and he goes, no, you need to tell me right now. What were you guys fighting about? And he goes, well, me and this guy were talking about. I told him that the only real Silver Surfer is the is the Kirby Sur Silver Surfer, and he's a big Mobius fan. So we got into it. And Denzel goes into this speech about how, look, man, you got to get your act together. You're gonna be a supervisor. He goes, and everybody that reads comics knows that the only real Silver Surfer is the Kirby Silver Surfer. And it's just this really nice moment, you know what I mean? And you're like, holy smokes, they're referring to Jack King Kirby uh guys any oh my goodness of your favorites i mean double a what where does the list begin golly well how about back in the 40s with the iconic captain america mm -hmm. uh, and continuing all the way into like the late 70s uh fantastic four uh galactus silver surfer black panther dr doom uh x-men Magneto, Juggernaut, the Sentinels, Iron Man, the Incredible Man, Hulk, the Incredible um, Hulk, Betty, General Ross, um, uh, uh, Thor, Loki, Odin, uh, Absorbing Man, Destroyer, mm -hmm. Hercules, uh, the Eternals, uh, Darkseid, Orion, Steppenwolf, the Sod, 
the mother box. This could be the entire <clears throat> show, just double A listing off Jack Kirby's <laughs> creations. Um, and that's it. That's a very tongue in cheek phrase almost creations because this is how I think of Jack Kirby. I think about him as the man with the pencil in his hand, which when, if you were going to draw a picture of Jack Kirby, he would be like that with a pencil in his hand because the man literally drew with a pencil on paper and he drew and created some of the most iconic characters ever, superheroes ever. Um, Captain America. Villains. Yeah. Heroes. You know, Captain America is him and Joe Simon. A lot of people, because we know we've, been for years watching now so much stan lee stuff and stan is the name synonymous we keep his picture up here mm -hmm. is, is synonymous with a lot of these characters and he was a very integral part to many of them uh and even i don't i think cap is even represented on this picture cap is represented on there but while he may have written avengers and a lot of cap stuff was not one of the creators that was joe simon and this man jack kirby um Again, they called him Jack King Kirby, and uh, Stan gave him that name. He called him the King. Uh, from New York, New York, New York, uh, Lower East Side. Uh, Poor, you know, Jewish family. Mm -hmm. As usual, as you'll you hear about many of these uh, creators. I mean, Schuster and Siegel, yep. same thing. You know, yeah, Jewish kids. Small know. guy. Uh, he always he talked about it in his interviews how he was a small guy. I think they said he was around five six, mm -hmm. which is that's taller than me. <laughs> So I'm five four. So it's like you know, but he he makes reference to it, I guess, because he had to kind of uh, uh what do we say in the rest of his? You got to fight for your two dollar dinner. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you know, uh, small guy in the streets of New York or whatever. Uh, you know, probably a lot of scraps. He did talk about that. Yeah, too. he does a lot. Yeah. Um, I guess the thing is, how do you see? Is this episode double A us? honoring kirby is it just giving him recognition honoring. is it trying to it's, put it's light honoring on and the, recognition on the and light because mm -hmm. it's so easy for you know stanley is such a big big persona mm -hmm. uh but a lot of people just think that all the ideas flowed from him that right. it was just all him and i think people think he was the writer and the artist yeah and or a lot of people just think it was you know stanley and kirby was just drawing you know, whatever Stan told him to draw. Okay, do this page this way and do this page this way. And, you know, and Kirby just did it. No, it was a collaboration, big, huge collaboration that Stanley has repeatedly said over and over and over and again. It was him and Jack. Mm -hmm. That's it. Everyone always says they're the Lennon McCartney. I mean, yep. there's no bigger honor than that. Mm -hmm. There's no other bigger team, I would say, even Siegel and Schuster, because Siegel and Schuster only did Superman. Right. You know, Stanley and Jack Kirby created almost the whole Marvel Universe on their own. Uh, you know, I mean, God, you just can't. You can't say one name without the other. It's just, it's impossible. Stanley will probably, you know, they would collaborate on a character. Jack would draw up a sketch. Stan would be like, that's it. Mm -hmm. That's my Thor. You know, mm -hmm. that's my Black Panther. You know, so their method what they did their collaboration became known as the marvel method that's right um, method, you know yeah. everything after that it was always like no this is the way it's got to be done i want it more, you know stan would always say i want it more kirby you know yeah put more kirby into that drawing you know so uh man just a, a wonderful creator and even started creating even after stan before stan and after stan i can't think of another creator that created as long as jack kirby did you know, that created original characters with the help of Simon and Stanley and then without, you know, I mean, mm. he gave DC such a big fucking plate of characters, even though they got canceled when he was writing it, 
they still continue with those characters. I mean, you right. see it in the adventures of Superman. You saw it in the Justice League movie. Yeah. That's a whole fucking Kirby character list right yeah. there. I mean, God. Dark man. Side, Granny Goodness. Desaad. Uh, Desaad. The, the Mother Box the mother itself. Box. You know what I mean? That, you know? The idea of that. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's Jack Kirby. I was like, wow. They pulled so much Jack Kirby. And then we got the Eternals coming out. That's just mm-hmm. a Kirby property on its own. <clears throat> yeah. You know. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So I just kind of want to highlight some of the stuff. And, and this is something, too. There's another topic in this, which we might do another episode on. We're, we're yeah. kind of trying to figure it out how we're going to do that one. Where it's kind of like, okay, who, how much, you know, of a creation, you know, right. how much credit should he deserve? How much credit should Stan deserve? And- um, you know, how does one define who did what? Right. You know, you know, it's funny you talk about like Lennon and McCartney, right? Because it's like you talk about a song, right? Like a song is like a four minute singular, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But you know, someone writes the lyrics to the song, right? Or maybe someone writes it, but you're like, you know, it'd be better if you said this, yeah, like maybe you, the first you, part, and then you know, the other person comes out, well, how about yeah. this line? You're literally you know? writing it together yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Then the next thing is like, I'm like, who's on the piano or the guitar, or whatever, and make, writing the music part, like who's doing like, the riff? That's yeah, really who's doing the solo who's because doing the it's only the song when it comes together, yeah. Just like when Stan and, and Jack created stuff, to me it was only that when it came together. And it sounds like with them, it was only them two. That was it. Yeah. So. <clears throat> now, there, you know, I don't want to go straight to this because again, I'm not here to to say negative because obviously I'm a huge Jack Kirby fan. In fact, you know, when you're a comic book person like me and Double A are, when people know you like comic books, they give you comic book stuff all the time. I think I talked about this before on this show. You know what I mean? But I am a huge I hugely dislike this very commercial very kid-like generic art that you see on like lunch boxes mm. folders things that they're just slap spider-man on something and give it out there whatever but at the same time that you can find that like if you're at hobby lobby you know what i mean or, or wherever there's <laughs> yeah. this really polished spider <laughs> yeah. but then almost always at certain places you'll see right next to it this kind of classic looking art mm-hmm. and i love that yeah. most of the times they're grabbing that right out Same of here. out of somewhere you know some image and nine times out of ten you're looking at jack kirby's jack Kirby art. art it's his mm-hmm. style you can tell the way it is the characters are drawn with their arms out you Your know what feet. i mean the, the legs yeah. their legs are spread wide open because it's like they're meant to look larger than life um they sometimes have like kind of the darkness around their eyes the, gu- the guys have these big square jaws i mean it's like they look really badass, you know what I mean? And, and if somebody fi- finds something, I think uh, my girlfriend even made masks that we found with the material with that kind of older well, art. You can see it right there too, that black bolt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doug Hazelwood, that's a Jack Kirby art. Mm. Doug Hazelwood just inked it. Oh, right. Nice. And you'll find a lot of legendary artists love inking Jack Kirby stuff. Ah, you know, okay. So there's even like a comic that the image guys all took turns on. I heard about Inking. that project something. Uh, Fan of Force. Fan of Force. Yeah, that's right. Okay. It was like all the creators of Image like did a page of Inking wow. over his art. So that is pretty sweet. Yeah. Man. So that's like yeah. always like a dream for like a lot of the artists is to ink over Jock Kirby's art. Did they ever know? say why double A? Is it because his lines, the way he draws? Just, it's just because I think it's a reputation. It's just him, to right? Ink yeah. A Jack Kirby art, you yeah. know, just to do it, just to say they did it, you know. 
Yeah. So, I mean, he was a family man. He actually, he actually worked for Fleischer Studios for a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That uh, was pretty know, cool. Was he pretty did uh, Popeye art. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. So, you know, back then guys, when people had to animate, they had to like draw like a hundred like, cells. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Like, it's like those old flip books that you would do, mm -hmm. you know, with the cartoon where you would do, 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 like you're drawing, do, do, do. somebody draws it with the arm up, yeah, slightly right. down, slightly down, slightly <laughs> down, you know? So uh, Kirby started like as one of those artists like doing a fill in. And one of the things I heard he had a great reputation for was he could draw really fast. Yeah. Because he mm -hmm. was really fast. And, and guys, there is video of him. He did like a, they did like a, a small segment on him on Entertainment Weekly. I just went to YouTube and Googled Jack Kirby, interviewed Jack Kirby stuff. And, and a bunch of different videos came up. I watched one whole documentary about an hour and a half. His kids are in there. They interview him, uh, interview them. They talk about their dad. And I mean, like they show him like in pictures, he'd be there at a, at a little tiny drawing table regular paper and a pencil like i'm like like how you would like how my nephew draws my nephew draws with like a pencil and paper yeah. you know what i mean and and he smoked a cigar all the time he always had like mm -hmm. a big like stogie or whatever with him and uh i thought that was so cool because i mean like i know a lot of guys like i've i've seen todd draw online yeah now i've seen jim lee and they, they do it pretty quick too mm -hmm. but you know it's you're, you're getting it from jack kirby that's just like right. wow right and again he's like a true forefather in in the yeah, industry yeah. i mean he worked for marvel before it was marvel yeah, it was, it was like still timely, timely comics and he worked for dc before it was dc yeah so. and he's older than stan lee so he yeah. was like kind of there when stan kind of got on the scene when he was just starting off yeah and uh you know he is a world war ii veteran you know he did see a lot of action mm -hmm. during world war ii uh so a lot of that is played into the comics too his knowledge of you know the being a soldier and you know all that kind of stuff and like cm said you know when he found out he was at normandy he wasn't at the actual day one but he was there like at day three yeah i think i when, read day three or yeah four. when it was still being heavily guarded by the germans so. yeah he specifically said that like when they got there like there were still they were still piling bodies on the beach yeah, yeah. i can you imagine that being your first instance and exposure to war and just life in general i mean like that is fucking insane yeah um so man huge uh credit to to kirby for that and and his service obviously um and i think that that so i, I want to tell you guys about one uh thing i i watched on youtube it was two gentlemen they're they're called the they're called cartoonist kayfabe which you know plays to us we like wrestling <laughs> so i think they kind of mesh the wrestling world with them being cartoonists um and they did an interview, kind of a breakdown. So what they did was they took, they kind of like found online like a uh, an interview that was conducted like in a newspaper towards the end of Kirby's life, like in nine. He died in 94. 94. And so I think this uh, interview is from like 90, 1990. And so they pretty much read the entire interview and they talk about the interviewer and the and and Kirby, and his wife was there. Uh, one of the big big things, and it's in the documentary a lot that uh, I sent you to watch mm -hmm. that I watched. Um, and I think you said it's mentioned a lot in these books as well. His wife, Roz, was a huge, huge pivotal part of his mm -hmm. life, mm -hmm. his industry, his career. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, a lot of times she'd have to go after money for him uh, because I guess he didn't know how to kind of, uh, I don't know, you would say like approach it, I guess, or whatever. Probably. Because Probably. he sounded like a pretty scrappy guy. Like he, he did, but every time, you know, he would ask for a raise, you know, they would tell him, uh, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll settle with Jack. We'll, we'll settle. And he would kind of just take them at their word. And yeah. Obviously, it would go by and nothing's happening. He's still getting the same rate. So, yeah, it's going to uh, it's going to turn into guys. You're going to hear us kind of get to where it becomes kind of one of those classic 
raw deals yeah. unfortunately you know what i mean that's always a shitty part of this stuff man is like somebody gets screwed over and it's funny because these two guys and i didn't get their names again but they're called cartoonist kayfabe and this this video they put up on youtube was about a year ago but one of the things they said they go the only guy that we know that didn't get a bad deal was bob kane you know that created batman and they said the reason why is because he had an uncle who was a lawyer and they were like he did all of his shit so yeah, it was like i read know. the same thing i read that bill finger mm -hmm. was the same way uh co-creator of batman joker mm -hmm. and he got um, a bad deal he got a bad deal fuck man you know? have yeah. a lawyer uncle guys if you got or, or just lawyer up in the beginning again this could be an entire episode we're going to get into this and kind of yeah, like we're still trying owning, to figure out how to, yeah. how to kind of go about that so it's easy for us to say hey own your shit own your shit but if it's the difference between hey we're going to give you this big ass check and and we're not going to give it to you but see there you is know. a reason why you know, seven artists left Marvel and formed Image Comics was because of shit like this. Right. You know, so, uh, and he fully has supported them, you yeah. know, fully, fully supported what they were doing and everything. So, yeah. Um, but um, one of the things that these guys, too, at Cartoonist Cave have kind of mentioned, and I think it kind of plays in, is that one of the things that you hear a lot about Kirby is that, like, he would work all night. He would sometimes, they say, work from like, yeah, that he would just know. lose time. And, yeah. You know, his wife would, like, it'd be in the morning and she's like, hey, he never, he was never in bed and he's still like down there, you know, in his dungeon. You know, yeah. that's what he called it, the dungeon. And Even in this one, right? It says yeah. like his mom uh -huh. was like, he's like, oh, I get it. He's like, you need to eat. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, he would just lose time because he was just like, shh, shh, you know, just drawing, drawing pages and pages of comics. And uh, what I was trying to get to with the cartoonist kayfabe guys, one of the things they mentioned, I think it definitely played into when we talked about him being at Normandy and, and being a, a soldier in World War II is that i think that uh there probably was some degree of ptsd um and and i think that maybe the, later in life the, the drawing really did help him or whatever you know because his kids say that you know they're like we you know he wasn't around for some stuff you know what i mean because he was working and he was really kind yeah, of doing his work clock, and, yeah and that's yeah. how they you know obviously put food on the table you know what i mean he was like mm -hmm. a full-time yeah. artist yeah and i don't think there was any glamour to it back then it was like there was deadlines no. and there was a, you no. were working on multiple yeah. books multiple books i mean at one time, he was probably working on the Hulk, on Thor, on Tells to Astonish, Tells of Suspense. I mean, golly, just, yeah. you know, so many pages. I mean, if you look at these pages, I mean, they're so full. Mm -hmm. They're not just, like, one character and, yeah. and you know, the city. It's full. It's, yeah. There's splash pages of just, like, you're just, like, spending, like, three minutes just, like, looking at his art because you're just, like, oh, what did he put over here? And I mean, there's so much detail. And, you know, it's not a quickie. His stuff's not quickie no, stuff. You know? No. Yeah. I mean, like I look at it and sometimes it's like, you know, you almost know the story so well that you're just enjoying like looking at the pictures. Like a lot of these covers that are his and there's just like so much to look at on these mm -hmm. covers. And you're just yeah. like, damn. That uh the watcher, would you say he created the watcher too? Because yeah. he's on that. Yeah, cover that, yeah he came out on that for uh thirteenth. So, so if you're watching what if right now, guys, and you yeah. see the watcher, I mean that's you know, right there out of out of the mind of you know Jack Kirby. You know, Part in part, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, because yeah. again, Fantastic you Four know, was, was solely them two. I mean, one hundred and one issues of you know that great run. You know, mm -hmm. and all the characters that came out in that on that run alone. Right. <laughs> Man, right. Just the, yeah. Exactly. You know, golly. You know, the Marvel flagship. You know, they call it for the yeah. longest time. It the was, flagship. It was their highest selling book. The first family of Marvel, mm -hmm. Marvel, you know, the main team, the Fantastic Four. You know what I mean? And again, you know, I'm a huge Silver Surfer fan. And we've talked about it on this show how, you know, um, I think even Stan says, you know what I mean? That he sometimes does not take, he doesn't take credit for creating the Silver Surfer because he was 
purely uh, Jack's idea. He said that they were doing the, the story and then the page was there and he was like, who's this guy or whatever. You know what I mean? And he, <laughs> yeah. he asked him or whatever. Now, Double A has told me that they had different ideas on that Yeah, character. so I'm like, Jack Kirby was like, you know, Silver Surfer should just be this being that this god made. And when he gets kind of like, uh, when he betrays his master and he gets sentenced on Earth wherever, you know, Jack Kirby kind of was like, you know, what are these feelings? Like Surfer was like just this alien being and always mm -hmm. asking, why do you cry? And why do you do this? Like he was learning. But Stanley saw it as another, another vision of a man who Galactus came to his planet, was going to, excuse me, was going to consume it. He made a deal with the devil, you know, and he, instead of like leading Galactus to barren planets, he led him to whatever planet was available first. So yeah, that was Stanley's origin. Jack Kirby's was more kind of alien just this kind of baby almost uh, yeah just learning in in my research i watched this article uh, this video also that was really about kind of like the origins of the silver surfer and one of the things it said and, and again it's kind of cool i think that we kind of decided to do this episode because last week you know our final battle was between you know superman and the yeah. silver surfer uh who we think it is is it really really is a really interesting match matchup when you think about it um and especially with everything that we, you know, do know that people don't know about the Silver Surfer. Um, but uh, in the uh, video I was watching, they talked to Stan and they talked to him about the Silver Surfer and kind of like why he was popular in the 70s with like college students. Mm -hmm. And it was because he, because the situation that they put the Silver Surfer in, uh, you know, being stuck here on Earth, you know what I mean, and mingling with the Fantastic Four is that. And Stan says this, he goes, I wanted to use this character as almost a vehicle for my voice. own voice. Mm -hmm. What what things that I thought about the world, my own social commentary, like, why are we this way? Why do we have a beautiful planet and resources and all that? Yet, you know, we, we're always angry. We're always warring with each other. We're always destroying the planet. You know, he had these all these interesting thoughts. And it got me thinking today about this again. You know what I mean? I, I don't think I'm straying too far from Jack Kirby. No, no, we're no. talking about one of his creations. Yeah. Um, but it made me think about it. I was like, the difference between the Silver Surfer and Superman is that they're both aliens, but Superman was born here and he was raised by humans. Silver Surfer was like, it's like an adult man coming and seeing us and how he sees the, the, our planet. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, and instead of seeing it, despite his power, seeing it and being angry and wanting to like destroy us for being the way we are, he's more confused and baffled by it by like, why are we so self-destructive? You know what I mean? When you have so much, you have this capacity for love. He he wants Galactus to spare our planet because he sees our capacity for good. He sees that we are worth saving. You know what I mean? Yet we don't always live up to our potential. You know what I mean? So uh, it, it made me really think about that. And the contrast with him and Superman, I was like, the reason why Superman sees that in us is because he lived amongst us. He's lived amongst mm -hmm. us. He grew up, you know. And again, raised by humans, whatever, and two of the best human beings, you know, with, you know, Martha and Jonathan Kent, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, that raised him right and showed him, you know, how to be a good person, uh, to be a good human, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, you know, again, so it's, it's almost like they would potentially have the same perspective, but they coming in two different parts of their lives, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, so, and it's funny that you kind of bring that up because that became like a sore subject bad between them two. Uh, we're talking Kirby about, and okay. Um, you know, he was pissed off when Stan announced that it was going to be a Silver Server series, and he didn't pick Jack. He picked uh, John Buscema, mm -hmm. and Jack was like, "What are you, you know, what the fuck are you doing? That's my creation, and you're you're doing a book, and you're leaving me out of this, you know? Like, yeah, what the fuck, you know." So that became another sore spot, 
you know, between them two. And that was already like kind of late into their partnership where, you know, it was just so much things building up, building up between them two that that was just a, another straw that broke the camel's back right there, you know? Yeah. Because he was like, you know, that's that's my creation. Standing, you, you fuck him over. I mean, it's understandable if you create a character and then you're like, here, man, I got this really great character. Let's see what we can do. Right. And then this guy, you know, doesn't do what you think is right. And you're just like, hmm. You know, so. <laughs> yeah. And, and here's the thing, though, you know, double A. And again, unfortunately, this is a big part of Jack Kirby's story is that, you know, him and Stan famously, I guess you say had a falling out. Really, it doesn't feel like they it feels they like made up, Jack had a problem with Stan. They made up twice. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of times it was just interviews. You know, Stan's getting all the credit. Stan moves to Hollywood. Stan's really trying to put Marvel out there. And, you know, it's kind of making it sound like Stanley's the genius behind Marvel. Right. He's the one that's drawing. He's the one that's coming up with ideas. And Jack Kirby's just kind of along for the help. Yeah. Just to help him with the workload. Uh, that's the way, you know, apparently the magazines made it sound with the interviews. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and he's kind of like, you know, Stan, how come you don't say something? How come you don't say it's a collaborative effort between us? How come you're not really pushing that out there? Right. Stan would be like, oh, you know, they just... You know, they mistook my words, you know, and they're twisting it up and blah, blah, blah. And it, you know, it's it's that spot. Again, it's kind of like, damn it, you know, that's why, you know, it's there. It should say co-created, you know, by these two guys. Like, it should be boldly stated, you know. Yeah. You can't have one without the other. You can't have Kirby's art without Stan's words, but you can't have Stan's words without Jack's art. I, mean, I agree. It's just, I agree it's with just, that. No, you can't. No, for and, sure. And you know, maybe Stan could have said, "Hey, you know what? Yeah, me and my buddy Jack, who's not here, you know, we created these characters. We're we're plotting the stories. We're we're trying to get into what DC's not trying to get into. He maybe if he could have done more, we more us. Yeah, you know, um, who knows what Stan's Endgame was? Maybe he wasn't even thinking that. Maybe he was just. It was about pushing the brand. Maybe, 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 maybe so. you know, maybe. but then the money starts coming. Stan's getting sure. a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Jack's not really getting that same amount, you know, and he's busting his ass. He really is. Yeah. The, the workload, you know, and we'll get to it uh, right now. Yeah, because we're about to be at another break and I see a bunch of comments here, which makes me excited because I want to talk more yeah. about this. So we'll yeah. be right back in a blip. Mario's not here. Oh my gosh, I wonder he, what Mario would be saying. Uh, uh, yeah, big time team stand. Yeah. Uh, guys, uh, sorry you missed a blip. Please go check out this YouTube because there is a great conversation. On YouTube is where you can see the full and unabridged version of the show. Uh, we don't cut anything out. That's like the three-hour version, uh, which this one might end up becoming. Who knows? Uh, but um, yeah, us talking a kind of creator-owned stuff. and, and uh, some Or just a collaboration, you know. Uh, we got, you know, people that just, you know, when they see Marvel, they think Stanley right away and only Stanley. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize is that this man, Jack Kirby, Jack King Kirby was a huge collaborator with Stanley. You just don't say those names by themselves. It's always Stanley and Jack Kirby. Right. Right. But again, I do feel as though uh, there is something to be said about the guy that goes out there and, and pushes the brand and pushes the book and push. And again, it's, and it's also you know, too, if one guy doesn't want to do it and one guy does. And I was going to say it kind of happened with Apple with uh, Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak. The video you know, I watched, they brought him up. Yeah. They were they were like, they said he had nothing to do with nothing, the creation of the iPad nothing. or the iPod. They're like, well, you wouldn't have one in your fucking hand if it wasn't, if for, it Steve wasn't Jobs. for Steve Jobs. Kind of being that salesman, that pitcher. Uh, now, I'm not saying though that Stan. That's all Stan was. Stan was not just the pitch man. He was not just the guy selling Marvel. This guy did 
you know, Jack Kirby and Stanley were super fucking busy, super, super busy. I mean, you had, you know, them two writing, drawing Hulk, X-Men, Thor, Fantastic Four. You know, Stan had Spider-Man and Doctor Strange that he had to, you know, apart from his collaboration with Jack Kirby, yeah. you know, and, and just so many fucking titles. I mean, I can't imagine that man, you know, having time to do all that. I would imagine, yeah, he probably saw something that Jack wrote and was like, oh, you know what? You know, I'll just fucking use that part. You know, which, you know, maybe that's where they should have really given, you know, Kirby, Dicko, the co-writing credits. Because maybe he did use that phrase, like, you know, I like how Jack put that there. I'm just going to put that in the bubble, you know, because maybe he didn't have time. Yeah. Maybe he couldn't think too much about the, the fucking words. And he was like, oh, that's good. Boom. And then continue. You know, maybe he spun off from that phrase, you know, but. I mean, look at one of the most iconic stories, and we're, we'll talk about this, right, Double A. So we talked about the Marvel method, right? And I don't know which books were done that way and which weren't. Uh, you know what I mean? I think that we like to think that maybe somebody wrote the script and then it was like they handed and it to the artist. I think that's what it was. But it wasn't, right? So, okay. Shooting. And, the, and I have read, sometimes Stan would do that. Sometimes he would give him like, maybe like some writing like this. Yeah, some you know, notes. Some notes here and there. And, you know, and, and go, on, go on. Oh, no, no. What I was going to say was that, like, okay, here's another one. It's like, you know, that it came up in that article and I talked to it about with Double A, which he was aware, but it was like, you know, Kirby says he created Spider-Man. I've never heard his name associated with Spider-Man the same way I never heard Stan's name associated with Captain and, America. And apparently it wasn't kind of like, apparently he had like a thing called Spider-Man, mm -hmm. but it wasn't like what you would know Spider-Man. It's probably looked like some Spider-Man, <laughs> you know? <laughs> But apparently, you know, Stan saw Spider-Man there. I don't know. He, Jack says he saw that. Stan Lee says he came up with some names. He was trying to think of. I read, you know, he liked the Hawkman character, but, you know, it's taken mm -hmm. by DC. But then he said Spider-Man and boom, that's, you know, that's what he did. It's two stories. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but Stan always had the idea of what he believed with Spider-Man. Like, that's the one character that Stan Lee will say. That's my creation. Holy. Right. Yeah. You know, and that that's what pisses off Steve Dicko a lot. You know, but he's the one that's like, no, I wanted a teenage hero, uh, you know, that, you know, had the uncle kill and it was going to be because of him and he was going to have all these problems, you know, with the aunt. Dicko the says that was his part. That part was his. Well, no, no, no. That's uh -oh. all stands. But, you well, know, that's what I mean. Steve like, is those, the one. You those know, are I, the key elements of yeah. Spider-Man. Like that story, that story with not stopping the burglar. Now, I would imagine like, okay, if a guy handed you that, those pages drawn, okay, you're, you're you know, you're kind of able to grasp it. Like we both read the, the you know, the Larry Hama, no words, yeah. Storm Shadow, yeah. uh, Snake yeah. Eyes issue. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you can still example. follow the story. Yeah, good example. Yeah, you yeah. can still follow the story. Now, if somebody sent you that one, you'd see like the kid trying to wrestle. Then you can see him kind of arguing about the money. Then you can see the robber drawn the same way and he lets him go and then later kills the uncle. You could get that out of that mm -hmm. without that. You know what I mean? But <laughs> like, is Steve Dicko saying that's what happened? Because if that's what happened, then then he no, did I create Spider-Man. But think if what not, he's saying, no, no, Steve Dicko didn't have anything. That's always been Stan. Right. I think what Steve Dicko gets pissed off was that he's the one that drew the design. Yeah. Now that everything. I get. Now if you gave Spider-Man that blue and red costume, and, by all means, you deserve to be a co-creator. Maybe, maybe those first issues were really a big collaborative effort. Mm -hmm. 
But then it starts becoming where Stan gets too busy. And I think that's kind of where people lose focus. Okay. He's writing all these books. So sure. he's kind of leaving Kirby and Dicko to kind of do a lot of the majority work. Okay. Because obviously he's writing. He's just yeah. writing. So they're coming up with stories, you know, the whole layouts. They're drawing everything for him. Yeah. And, you know, all they say, it's easy. He's just filling in the blanks. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Uh, I always think, yeah, they should have got co-writing credits. If that's the way it worked out, if that was the Marvel method, then, yeah, it should say co-written by the collaborative team. Sure. Um, and that's the problem they always seem to have is that, you know, Stan is like, oh, I wrote all these, you know, boom. And I think that's where the, you know, they get bitter about it because they're like, well, you know, you're not this great of a writer. You know, we're kind of. We're kind of fucking laying it out there for you. you yeah, know? and I and I got to be a hundred percent honest though, Double A. Like you know, besides like maybe like you know you know Peter Parker Peter Parker's story of the Spider Man origin or whatever. You know, what I mean like the Fantastic Four. It's like bombarded by cosmic rays. A lot of it's very like touch Science and fiction. go. You know, what I mean yeah, yeah, and not even that, but it's like there's not a lot explained. There's not it's it, these these stories from that time. They're iconic and they're classic, but they're not fucking Shakespeare. I mean, it's like they're not. You know, they're definitely not a Kingdom Come. They're definitely not a a, think, a uh, Dark Knight Returns. I think what it is though is that the sales are coming in though. Okay. And so who's getting all the credit for the sales? Yeah, and I get that when it's about when it's about money, then for sure I I get it. You know what I mean? But, but again, then the if, credit too. Martin Goodman's coming out saying, "Man, Stan, you fucking knocked it out again." Right. You know, boom. Right. I get you it. Know, yeah. You're writing. It's your writing that's fucking selling the magazines, you know? Yeah. And, and it too, you know, I think about lines like, lines like, you know, with great power comes great responsibility mm -hmm. or whatever. I mean, like, that's a very Spider-Man line. Oh, yeah. and, you know what I mean? And like, you know, what about like the naming of the characters? Do they ever talk about that in, in, in either of these books with Kirby? Like, you know, because he had a lot of, apparently he had a lot of names because, you know, during the horror years, you know, he had like Hulk. Hulk was like a name that he had. Okay. Down. But what about like, Stan. what about like Bruce Banner? That always says apparently that was all Stan. Yeah, because he's because, talked about how he yeah, liked because he he always did the, the alliteration. Same. Yeah, yeah because Bruce Banner, Reed easy. Richards, Peter Parker, Stephen Strange. Because like, he was writing so many that he was like, okay, you know, Peter Parker, that's Spider Man. You yeah, know, Reed Richards. Oh, that's Fantastic Four. You right. Know? So it was kind of like his way of kind of like, you know. So, oh, I mean, I'm not saying again. I'm not saying Stan didn't do shit. You're yeah. right. He's the no, one no, that no. comes up with the names. He's the one that comes up probably with the origins. Mm -hmm. Obviously, he came up with Spider Man's origin. Right. Obviously, he's the one that came up with the Surfer's origin. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, and again, maybe it was really more collaborative. Maybe it was more 50-50 uh, on the first few issues sure. of each book before yeah. they got too big. Right. And it was just Stan didn't have enough time. And it was probably like, Jack, can you help me write? Steve, yeah. can you help me write? You know? Yeah, no doubt. And, no and doubt. maybe when they saw written by Stan, maybe that's when they're like, Yeah, and I and uh, I totally get that. Know, like, I totally get that. The credit should be where it's due. They shouldn't just be like, and I'm and I'm sure back then. And I think that's why you said uh I don't remember it was kind of like off air, but you're like, you know, the comics later started having plot plot, right? By yeah, you know, and I've seen that a lot with Chris Claremont, Jim Lee, mm -hmm. where it was like plot you know, by the, these two guys. So yeah. maybe that's how you got more credit, you know, with the story was by adding that part. Maybe that's what they were trying to avoid, you know, with this whole incident with Stan and Jack. Yeah, because you could say like, oh, I want Wolverine to come in, fight a couple of Sentinels, and then by the end, uh, I don't know, he escapes through a sewer or whatever. Then However you make that happen, it's like, yeah. hey, that's not easy to be like, well, Okay, you know what I mean? Like the one writer I've always read were or two writers that I've always read where they always gave like really very big descriptions was Chris Claremont uh -huh. and Moore. 
Right. Those are the two guys that were yeah. like, they would give you like this whole fucking book. Probably on, because, on they, how, yeah, you know, I, I, I think they probably wanted, wanted to set you up and feel like, you and know, like I'm you can get sure, into the story right there. And I'm pretty sure that made the artist, maybe it made it easier for artists when they mm-hmm. did it like that. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe when, when John Burner was reading Chris Claremont's script, he was like, oh, okay, cool. This, okay. Oh, okay. You know, flipping. Oh, that's pretty good. You know, instead of maybe that's why Ditko and Kirby were maybe more pissed off because they were like, yeah, they had to do the whole layout. Maybe him and Stan talked for like 10 minutes. Uh, let's do this with the super scroll. Let's let's come up with this alien race that, you yeah. know, can change and can, you know, uh, you know, be be humans, too. So, yeah, you know, Jack Kirby would. All right. You know, he's there in his fucking office. OK, boom, 20 yeah. pages. All right, Stan, I, I think I got what you pretty much want. Oh, this that's great, Jack. You know. That was probably more felt like co-writing, where yeah. maybe Claremont and Alan Moore was like, "No, I'm the writer, right, and you're the artist, right." You know? Yeah, and I think that I think that that divide was definitely yeah. created. But I definitely get what you're saying too, because it, it's kind of like you know uh, what we said about Ditko, right? Like that he 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 drew Spider-Man's web shooting the way he pointed at things, mm-hmm. you know, yes. with the, the yeah, two fingers and the yeah. thumb, mm-hmm. and then. Who else does the hands like that? Strange. Strange does that. And that's like, that's like Ditko. You know that that's, that's a part of those two characters now. So he, do they definitely deserve co, co, uh, I think creator credits? Point, 100%. 100%. Because it's a writer and an artist collaborating. Yeah. But yes, I do understand that they probably did have a huge part to do with a lot of the plotting. Uh, that's what I'm and saying. And maybe even a, a great deal of the writing. And, too, and that's why I think that's why you never had another guy that probably did as many books as Stanley did or yeah. as many books as Jack Kirby sure. did. I think that's why they were like, okay, you know what? We just need this one team where they know their roles. Yeah. You're the artist, you're the writer. You guys talk on the phone because apparently when he talked about issue 48 of Fantastic Four, he was like, he was kind of like out. He was like, he told Jack, have him fight a God. And that's mm. pretty much all he told him. Yeah. I remember I've heard that. So, one yeah. you know, it's kind of like, oh shit, he's kind of leaving Jack. You come up with this Galactus so storyline. Okay, I was gonna say, do you, you know, think that Stan or Jack had the name Galactus? Like, uh, you know, I'm always gonna say maybe that uh, Stan maybe came up with it. I okay. mean, I don't know. I re- that's a part I've never actually read about any and of them. You know what? In my research for this episode, I didn't see much right. on that either. Like, like okay, I don't know well, who that came was up with the names. What the names? Yeah, because if I was an interviewer, that's the kind of questions I'd ask. That's like, where like, so did you come up with? Right? Yeah, Galactus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Silver Server is obviously easy. Silver Server, sure. Spider Man, right? That's easy, Spider Man. You know I mean? you know? But even that, the idea of like, well, I wanted to be. I mean, like, obviously, that's all. That's all. Uh, uh, Kirby, if he says like he draws a guy on a surfboard, you know, but you're kind of like, what's that guy standing on? And you're like, that looks like a surfboard. Like, uh, what? You know, is he is he white? Is he silver? <laughs> he's silver. He's chrome. He's silver. Oh, because he's sur- he looks like a surfer, like a silver surfer. So he's a okay. silver surfer. Yeah, you know what I mean? But, I, but unless I come to you and say, hey, I'm calling this guy the silver surfer or whatever, you got something for him to do? I mean, because the way I the way I've heard it told, and again, it's in Stan, you know, is, is that you know he drew him and that uh Stan asked him, Well, who is this guy? And he was like, Well, I figured a, a big god like you wanted would need, uh, would need a guy to mm-hmm. go before him and do like the kind of do yeah. some of the dirty work or whatever. And I was like, Oh, okay, that is in a sense creating the herald to Galactus. I get that part is Kirby totally, you know what I mean? You know, but when you give him a name and you give him a backstory and you know. It is 50-50. It really is. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to take anything away. Doing, I think at this point that the way they were doing it, yeah, for sure it's 
for sure. It's not straight down the line of artist writer. The lines are blurred. Again, it, it goes back to the songwriting thing. It's like it's like this is what I don't like about the fighting about it. Like I don't like when like these again because I know I'm I'm a, I'm a Stan Stan, <laughs> you know. But it's like when they when they, you know hate on him or whatever and i'm like and i'm like well you know like you kind of got to go get yours or whatever and this is what i don't get in the history that i'm learning about kirby as a man he was a pretty scrappy guy he was a pretty guy that wasn't afraid to get in a fight that wasn't afraid to speak up speak his mind but it just when it came to certain things he just didn't do it and i'm like man, maybe he it... just took stan maybe you know he was like man you know stan will do right by me he knows what we've done you know behind the scenes behind all the interviews he knows me and him and created this equally but it, but it seemed like it followed him where it was like even when he was at dc, DC to kind of bring it back yes. to kirby that is like yeah. they said you know and i don't want to i don't want to put a shot on the guy because we're here to honor you know uh kirby but it's like you know his wife would have to go after the money for him and i get it you just don't want to deal with bureaucrats and like and, you know pay, he, you know uh, you, you know okay cool but i'm kind of like dude you send your wife at that time like a woman maybe, not the to get maybe, more he her. maybe he was just you know well they said they said that roz was more outspoken for him or whatever you know roz kirby again they said that she's been just as honored as a part of his legacy as he was you know she, yeah, was, obviously she was an the inspiration man. for one of his big characters is that yeah. right which yeah. one big part of Oh really? Yes. Okay. Yeah, That's so. cool. Um, I didn't know that. Uh, but um, you know, and again, I, I know it sounds bad for me to say that we're like, oh, you fucking sent your wife to go get your your paycheck or whatever. But but I get it when you're just like you just. And again, this is what made me think about the whole Normandy thing and his time in the war. Is like maybe he did have some undiagnosed maybe. PTSD yeah. and because just the whole shit. Diagnosed at that time. Yeah, maybe the whole shit just made him feel a certain kind of way. Mm -hmm. And it was like, and again, you know, this is her family, her husband too. She's like, hey, I'm gonna. You know, these guys didn't pay you or whatever. But I just mean for the time, AA, we know how it is. Like most guys fucking tell a woman, get the fuck out of here. I, I, I ain't talking to you, whatever. You send your well, husband. Yeah, maybe it's like you said, maybe the war did something where he mm -hmm. was like, you know what? Um, it's a lot of fighting I did. Right. You know, and right. all that bullshit. So, yeah. I don't have it left in me to do it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it, it just, I just want to do comics. I just want to draw and I just want to have. A level of respect that everyone seems to have for Stan. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I know, like even uh, these uh, podcasters I heard or uh, the YouTube guys, they mentioned they were saying uh, I forget which creator it is, but that said that he couldn't stand to see his things on the shelves or whatever that he knew yeah, he had created because he wasn't getting anything. Yeah, and they said that I don't think Jack was quite at that point too, but I mean I think it did bother him or whatever. And, and I get that. You and know it's, I mean? it's I just, when you see all this stuff and it's making money and you're just not seeing shit for it. I, I just feel like it's like, you know, these guys took their chances to take a shot at Stan or whatever, who was the figurehead. And, sure, and it seems like more you know? and more ever since like he got older and even especially after he died, that mm -hmm. there's some people that really down are starting to downplay Stan now, which is stupid. Right. Uh, because again, we've seen it before where hotshot artists go on their own. They try doing the writing and it just doesn't fucking work out. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately that did happen to Jack at DC. Mm -hmm. uh, man, beautiful art and you gods forever people, Mr. Miracle, beautiful Jack Kirby. Mm -hmm. art. And, you know, DC told him that, yeah, you know, we want you and we want you to write and, he was like, I want to write, but after a while, I want to pass it on to someone else. Well, they didn't let him do that. Mm -hmm. They said no. And he had to write art, you know, do the art and do the editing. And you know what? It suffered. It suffered bad. Apparently, all of his titles got canceled after a certain amount of while. Uh, they said the it was too on focus. It was too complex. 
uh, it was too hard for the readers to understand, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's where Stan was really good. He made it a lot simple for a lot of his readers because I think he knew where he was going. <laughs> With the surfer, you could write, you know, that college era you mm -hmm. could write for them with spider-man you know teenagers yeah i, I can identify with spider-man with x-men oh i can identify with bigotry with yeah. racism you sure. know i mean he made it where you can understand each book yeah you know stat jack kirby where he might have been a decent writer he just confused the hell of the fans you know and yeah and you know that's where you need that kind of like that writer especially you know? at that time you know what i mean like i mean but, come on like but, it's like stan wasn't doing like you know he's again he's not writing shakespeare because it's like no but gamma rays for hulk cosmic rays no, for fantastic writing you know? for for the age groups like x-men right. he's such a big play on on prejudice and racism mm -hmm. here and like i said surfer was like his voice where he right. really wanted to write yeah the kind of style he wanted to write that college readers can understand spider-man was for everybody kids teenagers yeah i can understand that you know? for sure for uh, sure. going on dates trying to get a girl mm -hmm. you know uh, yeah facing a bully that wants to kick your ass yeah. all the fucking time and especially facing him now that you have some kind of yeah. power especially or whatever, that all know? you want to do is you just you're so smart all you want to do is just go to school and get a really badass career you know that's all peter was trying to do just trying to you know get a scholarship so yeah. his outmate wouldn't have to pay for it you know i mean and again he that made it real easy for right. people to understand each book yeah you know? like, like even you know my nephew you know he understands that basic origin of spider-man yeah. and it's so iconic and yeah. it's such a story of like man you made a decision not to do the right mm -hmm. thing and then there was consequences yes you know what i mean and like you know and how you... many people probably learn about that Man, I got to do somewhere else. There's going to be consequences. Yeah, with great power comes great responsibility. I literally tell him that, you know what I mean? Because I'm like, that's a good lesson anytime, anywhere. Like, that's a great lesson, but, and, you know. But, you know, what also focused, too, is that even though his DC books got shut down, mm -hmm. my gosh, you know, he still kept creating, you know, way longer than what Stan did. And yeah. I think that's where his biggest impact should be. You know, he created the whole fourth world, you know, he gave DC such a new plateau of characters that they can use. He gives them dark side. First off the major bad guy for DC. I mean, what a great character that is. Mm -hmm. uh, he was a villain in superpowers as I recall, right? Yeah. In the eighties cartoon, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. I mean, he gives you granny goodness. You know, he gives you the sod. He gives you Steppenwolf. He gives you the mother box. He gives you Orion. He gives you Mr. Miracle. I mean, these characters are still being used today. They're still being played out in cartoons, the animated oh, yeah. movies. They the just Justice all came League out of the Justice League movie, you know? the Snyder Cut. Yeah. I mean, Jack Kirby gave DC one hell of a character bucket, you know, for them to keep using, for them to keep reusing. Mm. He even created, like, a future Captain America. It's called OMAC, mm. uh, which they still use to kind of like that whole property. That's kind of like a Weapon X almost oh, you know, really? that he gave DC. Yeah. You know? so, I mean, he also did the, the Fighting American too, right? Fighting that American, like the, uh... you know, and then when he came back to Marvel, he created the Eternals and we're getting a movie of that, you yeah. know, and we're, you know, so, I mean, he was still fucking creating. He was still pulling characters out of his ass. Yeah. You know, well into the you know late seventies, early eighties where Stan had already retired. Yeah. You know, yeah, no doubt. Uh, no and doubt. so many so many people have taken his characters and you know, I've written them and they become so legendary now. You know, I mean it, it's amazing the character list from the forties all the way to almost the eighties that this man was still creating new characters that are still being used in movies that are making studios 
billions of dollars. I mean, most of his stuff is, I mean, is from Kirby, Stanley, Jack Kirby, or just Jack Kirby by himself. I mean, you know, yeah, it's amazing. It's no, an amazing, no amazing doubt. list. The man's volume of work is without compare. Uh, again, I mean, he showed that he could still create even without Stan Lee. He yeah. created timeless characters even without Stan. So yeah, and uh, you know, all I, I have nothing but respect for for Kirby. I know how it may be coming off. Uh, it does, but if you look at Stan, you know I mean, but after Jack left, I mean, Stan really didn't create. Yeah, anyone. Yeah, anymore. You know, without that collaboration, you know, I mean, um, you know, and again, if. I don't want to go down the argument path of like, you know, but also I don't think that these guys ever achieved the success they no, had they know. with him. And, and they don't, you know, what you I mean? know because, and they don't. And, uh, you know, we, that, and again, that was that magic combination or whatever. But you, you know look what at mean? it now though. I mean, again, though, those characters, people just keep going back to the Kirby sure. stuff. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, the art, like, you know, the, the art is undeniable. I think the man was an artist at heart. He loved to draw and he was creating these worlds and things like that in his mind or whatever and, and putting them on the page and they were beautiful and they were amazing. And that's art is still fantastic to look at or whatever. You know I mean, I mean? Like, first Avenger. Yeah. I mean, that's all Kirby. Yeah. Honestly. No, no you know? doubt. No doubt. I mean, and that's, you know, again, we talked about cap, how his, our favorite you know what I mean? Bucky, of those movies go. I, I mean that's for all sure kirby creations yeah with joe simon you know yeah and you can't get away from that perfect perfect you know kirby art that makes those characters what they yeah. are you know the and, and scrawny this, steve to the big yeah steve, and that's you know? what and, and maybe that was another thing for joe uh jack you know mm -hmm. maybe he was like hey you know i'm a little dude too you yeah know? i think cool i definitely would it be? think so you know i'm you know but he actually did go and fight germans <laughs> you know, uh, yeah yeah. out there and do it but you know, oh but i definitely feel like the scrappy kid from brooklyn yeah, thing right? is 100 yeah. percent. you know what i mean he's drawing on his own experiences yeah. or whatever you know which is the same thing i think with stan drawing on you know his stuff with you know parker you know mm -hmm. what i mean like you mm -hmm. know for uh, sure from queens sure. yeah um you know and again to me it is it it should be 50 50 now where the credit lies i mean like you know stan didn't do any of the drawings so it's like that's you know you, he shouldn't get any credit for that because Kirby drew it away. Yeah, and that's what I'm mean? gonna say. Maybe Kirby drew a character a few times before Stan was like, "That's it." You know? Yeah, yeah. So, we talked about the uh, the the story. I think we told this story off air or whatever. But uh, you know, I guess the, one, the way some people hear it is when you know uh, Jack Kirby got to DC, he said, "Give me, give me your worst book. Give me the book that nobody wants, whatever." Because the the DC guys were not happy to have him there. They're like, no. "This is a Marvel." It was guy. like why'd, Public Enemy number one. Yeah, why'd you bring this Marvel yeah. artist in or whatever? And so he was like, "Well, just give me the the whatever the dog shit book is, whatever." And it was the Jimmy Olsen book. And they said that he he'd started to draw it. He turned it around and he made it. You know what? Initially, it was. you know, because an artist is such a big name, you know, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, sales went through the roof, but eventually it started going down. Yeah, you know? but one of the things that I had heard uh, in my research was that you know. Uh, when he would draw Superman, obviously you're gonna have Superman in Jimmy Olsen's that book. Yeah. That they changed it. They would take the because Kirby wasn't drawing Superman with the S curl. Uh, you know, I I saw the art. They have it side by side. You can look at it on Google. The art, like the way Kirby drew Superman versus the way that you know they they previous changed artists it in the have book. done it. Yeah, yeah, they would call it like a paste up. Like they would basically take a yeah, they would kind of Superman yeah, head like that and then so when it. it went into print, you saw another guy's head. And and Kirby, I think, is quoted as saying, he's like, anytime I try to do something, other people put their hands in my work yeah. or whatever. And I'm like, because he lived oh. in California and everyone else, the, lo the 
location was in New York. Right. So he would send them in like that. And of course he would get it and like, oh, change it. <laughs> but, you know, so <laughs> that's what I mean. Double A too, though. Like I wouldn't want, and again, I, I, I don't, I feel like I'm getting off track, but I wouldn't want like, I don't know if I draw, for instance, if I draw, if Superman is drawn when he's Superman, at least with an S curl and a butt chin, like, you know, he's got the, the chin, like the mm-hmm. cleft chin, mm-hmm. um, another guy to draw him another way. You know what I mean? Like, you know, with like, uh, I don't know, not that. Cause I'm like, well, now you're taking away his identifying markings. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like if I tell you to draw Batman and you draw him like with no cape and no bad ears, I'm like, well, where's Batman? You're supposed to be drawing Batman or whatever. <laughs> you can't say, this is my way of doing it or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, well, you know, and I get people make that people have made modifications. Frank Miller, obviously, the well, short ear Batman, all well, that. Not just but. that, but like even like Spider Man, it's a big difference between Steve Dickles and John Buscema, who took right. over. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like Spider Man gets bigger. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, he's not scrawny, he's not nerdy looking like right. Steve Dickles has. You know, it's uh, a yeah. different Spider Man. Yeah, <laughs> like a more beefed up Spider Man. But at the same time, too, and I know later on we went through obviously tons of costume yeah. changes and all yeah. these characters. Yeah. But I mean, I'm sure that goes through a big old you know process because it's like hey hey this is a you know like you said you know what what uh the story you said with what kirby wanted to do with the new gods yeah you know what i mean that you know yeah, kill uh, off the the thor story originally because it was going to go to marvel right yeah because he, he wanted to pitch it to stand but he was afraid that you know at this point their their relationship is pretty much fucked at this right point. and he didn't want stan to get any more credit he felt for anything mm-hmm. so what originally he was going to do is he's going to put ragnarok he was going to end thor and they're going to do new gods and he kind of gave him a little bit of a pitch he was like what do we kill thor they said no that's one of our best-selling comics what are you crazy right and also he was like okay whatever so he which just shows DC. you the kind of business acumen of stan right that's and like, it's oh. true you know i mean she why kill off one of your best-selling books but yeah but he was just like, man, but I got this whole other story that we can fucking really go with. Yeah. You know, I got this whole new universe, this whole new characters. I, I got a, this wonderful fucking new villain. You know, it's it's really going to shape up. You know, instead of Loki, we, we get this dark side character. Yeah. You know, Which I, does sound awesome and progressive. Right? It's almost like you're building a multiverse before yeah. there was a multiverse. Yeah. So, I mean, that is, uh, that I mean, is it awesome. It sounds kind of cool. Yeah, it so, sounds really cool. You know, he doesn't go through it. He pitches this to DC. DC is like, yeah, yeah, man, we're going to have our own fucking universe, blah, blah, blah. But then they start changing things. They don't want him to write. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when he comes back to Marvel, Stan's like, Jack, how come he didn't give it to us? You know, right? DC didn't know how to do anything with the new guys. You know, you should have pitched it to us. We could have we could have fucking sold through the roof with the new guys stuff. You know, yeah. it was like, uh, you know, uh, you know, Jack was kind of like, eh, it's it's not a big deal, you right? Know? But he was like, man, he was like, that was such a good, good thing, Jack. Like, and it, yeah. it looked like he was still like keeping up with Jack Kirby's work, you right? Know? Gave him credit, and stuff yeah. Like that. So you know, at least to you know his face. And he still wanted people, you know, to do Jack Kirby style, you know, at Marvel. You mm-hmm. know, there was, I mean, you can tell a lot of the early after Jack leaves, there's still some things that look Jack Kirby-ish before yeah. the '80s come along, and new artists start coming, you know, right? And finally, put their own marks you know their own but it's still like for a while it still looks like jack kirby art yeah you know even yeah. done by other artists so. no, i mean i get it you do you kind of do it do what, what that feels like that's what's old right was our work you well, know jack I, kirby's yeah. art too and also you know? too it's like you know that's the way like certain characters look like you know kirby draws reed richards with these you know white streaks yeah. in the side of yeah. his hair or whatever it's like well i can't go and draw reed another way whatever of course yeah. people would later on but for the most part it's like if i 
if I see that, I think Reed Richards. You know what I mean? I mean, it showed that Stan still like really was like, no, we need Kirby counter style. You know, it's yeah. Kirby styles what everyone recognizes, and you know that's that's our that's our style. So you need to do more Kirby in your fucking characters. You know? No, for sure, so, for sure. You know, I wanted to tell a quick story to remind me that because one of the big things that I kept hearing over and over that Kirby gets credit for was the creation of the romance comics. Oh yeah, he yeah, saw. I didn't and know now, that. Now so that, that that was yeah. like a hundred percent him, yeah. and that's awesome. Blew my mind. Yeah, yeah, because you know what? I always tell this story about how I had would get comics from people back when I was. Yeah. So this is back when I still lived in San Antonio as a younger kid. Double A when uh i was like in first grade or whatever but uh our cousin frank's wife christina gave me a big crate and a an, amongst conan's there was a bunch of romance, romance comics which i ended up selling in my first collection i can only imagine uh, what was in there i might have had some curvy <laughs> shit in there but guys we're up at our next break uh let's take it real quick uh read through the little bit of comments we'll be right back all right guys thanks for hanging on real quick through that uh a lot has been said off of the <laughs> recorded version. So again, please go check out the YouTube. We've got, got some good comments in there. But guys, tonight we are talking Jack King Kirby, all things uh, so, Jack Kirby. I know we've been kind of off and not focused enough on the man. And again, it is only because that part of, again, his story is always going to be linked with Stanley. Yeah, it is going to be linked with Stanley. And again, the man was also very vocal about how he felt about a guy that is pretty much credited with, Creating the Marvel Universe. Creating the Marvel Universe. It shouldn't. It should never have been that way. It should always been looked at as Stan and Jack. Right. right. That's right. honestly the way it always needs to be. It needs. It really needs to be stressed that you know they can't do without the other. You know. Yeah. Stan doesn't create anymore after Jack's gone. Jack's stuff really doesn't sell very well without Stan's words. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just facts. I mean, Stan just completely stops. He doesn't write unless it's a surfer book, which is a Kirby creation. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, so these two men, I mean, it's a truly collaborative, you know, creation. These guys created the Marvel Universe, both and, of them. And that's the same thing, I think, when it comes to Steve Ditko, you know what I mean, with the negative things said about Stan, or really anyone that says anything negative about their co-creators. I'm like, unless you achieve the success you had together, then it doesn't and, work. You and know what how I mean? many like, music bands, again, have you seen where that happens? You mm-hmm. know, it's like, well, I came up with the band name. Or I, I, I'm i the one who wrote this phrase. You know, I'm right. the one who wrote this intro. You know, so. Yeah, or the hits or whatever. It's yeah. like, you know, somebody wrote the hits and somebody, you know, I mean, like, all those things are factors that create the overall success. And, again, if you're not achieving that individual success, then, you And know, it really shows after the partnership ends. Who is successful? Are you really successful on your own or not? And, yeah. You know, now Kirby has the characters that are still being used to this day, but they were not hits when they arrived for DC. You know, I mean, the new gods is now revered. It's revered as one of the right. greatest stories and everything. But at that time, it was just nobody was catching on to it. No one. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes and, you're ahead of your time. And I mean, I definitely again, would say Stan, that with Jack Kirby. Stan really didn't write too much right. afterwards. He was done. He, he was like, X-Men, Chris Kermont. Mm-hmm. Fantastic Four, John Burke. Yeah. You know, uh, uh what else hope uh you know this guy you know and and again he started passing him because he became too busy he was trying to promote the marvel name at that point he was trying to get marvel into libraries he's trying to get marvel overseas he was trying to get marvel cartoons he was trying to get marvel into the movies so he was done uh and who knows how he would have done without kirby yeah and we never get to see those awesome team-ups that could have been right a stanley frank miller that might have been cool yeah. Stanley and you know John Burns, Stanley Jim Lee, man, that would have been cool. Maybe 
that could have happened, you know, but or even the other way too, like with you know Kirby and some of those yeah. greater writers or whatever. Kirby and Claremont, you know, I mean, yeah. man, how cool would that have been? You know, his words with Kirby's art. You know, I mean, hell, even Frank Miller, you know, what Frank I mean? like, Miller you know, too, like, writing Daredevil, I, maybe him drawing yeah, Daredevil. I feel like, uh, I feel like there were times where you know, uh, Frank Miller probably borrows heavily from uh, the the Kirby style yeah. of art, at least, you know. But um, I don't know, Double A. What what else do you think uh, in regards to to Jack Kirby? Uh, I had I had several things written down okay. here, but I think we touched on most of them. Uh, you know, just like how iconic like the Silver Surfer is, you know, we obviously we talked about the Crimson Tide part, but obviously, you know, you see his poster in mm-hmm. Mr. Orange's yeah, room and Reservoir yeah, Dogs. Yeah. Um, that's pretty cool. Joe Satriani surfing with the alien, yeah, you know what I mean? Alien. So, yeah. and again, I, I come to the surfer because uh, it's probably my favorite Jack Kirby you know, creation. creation. Yeah. yeah um, you know, we talked about him being a veteran at Normandy. It seems like they kind of made up. Apparently they had this party. I don't know if they you ever heard this. Marvel had like a party, I forgot an anniversary party. Mm-hmm. And you know, Jack came in and Stan saw him and lit up and you know, they both were like, Hey Jack, and he was like, Hey Stan, you know, and you know, Stan was like, Man, we did great work together and maybe we should come back and write one more. And he was like, you know, Stan, I would love that. You know, yeah, that's currently cool. and they ended up on really good terms and that's awesome, man. Maybe. I mean, I don't know, but yeah, you know, it's I would like to think they they you know they did have a phone call you know jack was like doing an interview and stan called and yeah they did get into a little scuffle and but i think at the end of the day he was like you know we we did really good we created this whole universe we did really good you know and yeah and you know it, it just sucks that it the, the partnership ended probably way too quick than it should have maybe they put too much load on themselves mm-hmm. and you know, the focus got lost on what it should have been. You know, maybe Stan could have maybe Stan could have fought a little bit harder for Jack to get a, a bit more of a pay raise, sure. maybe. You know, oh, yeah, I think sure. that's all Jack was trying to get after a while. It was just like, hey, you know, you guys are making a lot of money and I'm still at the same pay rate, mm-hmm. you know, for these pages. And I'm really like busting my ass. Yeah. You know, maybe he could have done that. You know, in hindsight, I'm pretty sure Stan was probably like, eh, you know, I probably could have. <laughs> yeah know, yeah i sure. probably could have but again stan was probably thinking you know i'm the one that's going out there i'm the one really pushing marvel you know i'm going here i'm going here i'm going there yeah you know it's kind of like too like you're just focused on like the thing that you're doing whatever like hey i'm doing this whatever like you know what i mean like and he, maybe he, maybe he was like you know if you come that could probably help us too if you right. come you know yeah you could really push marvel over yeah over dc because i mean you're trying to fight this uh-huh you know you know you're yeah. trying to get over you're trying to make a character that's going to be as legendary as that you know captain america was never going to be that you know yeah. and that, that's a hard fight to fight you know it what is. Mean? And, and yeah it probably would have been good to be like batman to go up against well, well just you know? like i said if you're at the, if you're at a place or wherever it is a convention or people newspaper calls and maybe they just call you Stan Lee or whatever, but you say, hey, come with me, Jack. And you say, yes. It's like, well, then I've got you there. And be like, this is my collaborator. And how cool co- creator. Yeah. I mean, but if you're also like, no, I want to be with home with my family. It's like, hey, you know what I mean? Like the reporters don't want to talk about the guy that ain't there. They want to talk to the guy that is there. And you know I'm sure I mean? both of them were there. I'm pretty sure yeah. it would have been a different story. Maybe, and, you know, and here we have the co-creators of Marvel stanley and jack kirby right yeah right and there is you know there is something to be said too about you know uh 
the way the media does spin it away. And it it's does. Like, you know, they're gonna yeah. they're gonna spin it as like, well, this guy was Again, here. Most of the time when a band's popular and they're only gonna look at the front person. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean the front man becomes the focal point of the band. Yeah. You know, and like I said, if I'm a writer and I'm there in the old times with the fucking ticket in my hat and I'm writing and you're like, Oh, you created Spider Man, you're like, Well, no, me and Jack Kirby created it. It was you know, but you know, I came up with the writing words, whatever. I'm like, uh huh, okay, so you, so you did Stanley, create it, right? You created yeah. Spider Man when like, they write the final piece, the creator of Spider Man, right? Comma, you know, you know, and after a while, it's like you know, you can't be when you're out there to promote the brand or the product or the character, or whatever. It's like you can't be always like, let me waste or burn 20 minutes trying to. And yeah, maybe that would have been the noble thing to do, whatever. I'm like, but come on, at the same time, it's like, hey man, I got you want me to worry about what's going on my plate to eat and what's going on your plate. It's like, you got to like, you got to, you know, again, like we said, in the wrestling analogy, like you got to like fight for your own $2 steak. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, can't but do you it know, all, you know, we're the main guy, which Martin Goodman still was. He should have still been seeing, you know, the toys. Hey, give some to Jack and Stan. Right. You know, right. Don't leave this guy out. Don't oh yeah. Sell this crazy. No, it's sure. almost like, you know, who was it? Seagull. Mm-hmm. When he was a delivery man. Yeah. And he comes into the office and, there's a big Superman, Superman right there. He's not even getting shit for it. Yeah. I mean, this guy. Now, what leave. do you think? What do you think, Double A? And again, I I feel like we're getting a little bit away from Chad no, Kirby. But what do you think right. about like this? If I if I if I draw, you know, this, and then I say, you want to buy this? And you're like, yeah, I'll give you a hundred bucks for it. I'm like, okay, you know, and I sell it to you. Isn't it yours now? To do with what you want? Because you bought it from me, or it's not, but, you know what I mean? Like, I know we're talking about intellectual property and things yeah. like that, but I mean, like, it's kind of like, well, you know, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like, either it is mine and, I, and you bought like, it or you didn't. Yeah, but it seems like, you know, they didn't even tell Jack, like, hey, man, we're going to start making these toys. Right. Well, you right. Know? And, you know, I'm sure if he would have known, like, oh, am I going to get anything about But this? do they or, have to tell him that if they already I would bought it? So. He, like, hey, he... guys, you know what? We, we got brand new line mm-hmm. of toys brand new line of toys yeah they're gonna be based on your creations you know well, that's what i mean though but it's like remember they work under the big roof it's yeah. like you know i work for for dc or whatever you know what i mean so it's like if i if i you know you know we talked about the brubaker thing or whatever yeah. with you know oh i yeah. i did not create bucky but i did kind of make the winter, the winter soldier. soldier story that yes. you guys use but it's yes. like yeah but that's ours you know like you're playing with our toys in our sandbox yeah, yeah. you know what i mean so it's like you know we're we're paying you to come here and play with the yeah. toys. But what happens when you talk to actual creator though? The actual actual creator. Yeah, no, I I mean I think that that does suck. But the it sounds only like way he to... took care of Stan. Mm-hmm. It doesn't sound like he took care of Jack. Yeah, 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 no, definitely. I I mean, and I to to say that the man didn't get the credit he deserved, I agree with you one hundred percent. I mean, now universally, every comic book legend I've seen, writer, artist always refer to Kirby as the number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there is ever a Mount Rushmore, he's, uh, on he's always on there. Oh, yeah. Or if he's I not on there, he's always kind of like the one, like, you can't. It's He's on his own. That's it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then you can put your four. But it's always like Kirby's like the king. And then you can have your four. You know, yeah. If you, if you want to do it that way. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, everyone always, always, always universally, like, Kirby's number one. Kirby's a king. Everybody buys prints, and they always want to ink. I, I don't know how many artists have brought prints of his and they just ink over it just so they can say, oh, this is what my inking would look like on a Jack Kirby wow. print, you know? That's crazy. That, I mean, that's cool, right? I mean, I wouldn't want to fucking ruin it. Dead, you know, yeah. but they're buying prints and they're like, oh, man. 
I'm, I'm inking over, you know, Jack Kirby. You know, yeah. I mean, that's such a thrill. I bet you know, if you mm-hmm. really have the inking ability, you it's kind of neat too. Because I guess if a lot of his stuff was in pencil, then it would wear. So to ink it would actually be kind of sealing uh, it. And it does, and that's what mm-hmm. makes it pop. And and he was very particular about who inked his his stuff. Oh, okay. You know, a lot of times he always had one guy that he would just trust. And, you know, kind of like how Jim Lee has Scott Williams. Right. Scott Williams follows Jim Lee everywhere. Every right. time you see Jim Lee, Scott Williams is right. I, I like that. I love you know, that. Yeah. It's like you you get me. You get my art. You you help my, my art pop even more. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, another interesting thing that the guys, uh, and again, I keep referring to this because I, I watched this like right before, you know, we did our thing. Um, the, the cartoonist Kayfabe, where, again, they're breaking down an interview a, a, a written interview that that uh, Kirby did uh, with the uh, reporter, whoever it was, I guess. But one of the things they brought in was that they again they kind of compared it to movies. The, number one was cool because they kind of compared Kirby to Hitchcock, uh, oh, and okay. they, that, that was pretty neat. But one of the things they say is they're like, you got to ask yourself too. It's like you know, the actor brings something in their performance to mm-hmm. the 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 thing. Now you may have written it. Uh, you may have written it and directed it or whatever. However, without those performances in the movie, it, th- to add to the collaboration, you don't quite get it. Uh, and again, they give Stan a lot of credit as an editor. They're like, a lot of times, like, and what did you say? You know, Kirby's shit was like really wordy or whatever. Yeah. So it was like, you know, you need someone there to be like, well, this isn't going to go over with the kids. Yeah, it's kind of like, I got to mm, make it be like, like, you know. Who's your target, Jack? You right, know, like, right. And yeah. I'm not saying that those probably were not great stories. Maybe that's why now they're resonating with fans. Is because now, now yeah. it's like, oh, well. The people audience has gotten these, older. Yeah, people are going back to these and they're like, wow, these are really cool stories. Sure. Yeah, yeah no doubt. These and, space operas, you know? Yes. So. Yeah, and not to take anything away from the, the man's writing ability or whatever. It sounds like that too. But again, it's also about what you're doing at the time or whatever. You know what I mean? So, um, but um, yeah, so, you know, we've talked about it before. Like, right, you know, it's like Iron Man, not Marvel's top guy or whatever. But when you put in that Robert Downey performance, well, now it's at the point where, you know, art imitates life, life imitates art, whatever you want to say. It's like the Iron Man in the comic book is resembling the Robert Downey yeah. character mm-hmm. more than the fucking Iron Man we've been yeah. knowing. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, because they become synonymous with one another. You know what I mean? So I guess what I really don't like at the at the end of, of all of it, I guess, is when these co-creators, and I will call them co-creators because they are, because it is it is a... a uh, a hand in hand thing, especially when it comes to like how him and Stan work. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. But you're right; it's easy for the lines to get blurred when you're like, well, well, you know, you know, we don't know. Maybe Stan, we don't know how Stan maybe even he wasn't drawing, but maybe influenced. Like, no, no, make him taller or whatever, or put him in these kind of boots or whatever, or he would be like this. And you know what? And, and you know what? Maybe a perfect example is uh, is us. Maybe CM is always out there. He is the Stanley of this group, and I always tell him. I'm like, go out there. No, you go out there. I'm mm-hmm. like, cause I'm like Kirby too. I'm like, I'm, mm-hmm. no, I don't want, <laughs> I don't want to do it. You know, I, you know, you you go out there and you fucking, you know, spread the word. You know, you put yeah. stickers all over the place. You know, and I'm fine with that. I'm cool. That's the difference though. Right. <laughs> I, I'm telling him do it. You yeah. know, I'm telling him. And if people say he's a creator, I'm like, I'm fine because he knows. Uh, we both are the creators. Right. You know, and he I would never that. let anyone say that too. I would try to be what maybe Stan didn't do and, and mention enough. Anytime I'm on something, but I'm I like that. You know. I'm like that. I'm like, no, oh, I don't, you know, I don't want to really go out. You know, I'll, <laughs> I'll, you know, I'll do my part behind the scenes. I yeah. will do my part behind the scenes, but I'm not going to go out there and, and yeah. do all these, you know, 
interviews or, 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 you know, getting a sticker and putting it on a mirror somewhere. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, that's just not me. And, yeah. you know, and, and CM is, I mean, he's more than a salesman. He's just like Stan. He's more than a salesman. He's, he's just, you know, he does more than he probably should. So, well, thank you, double. Yeah, that's but, a huge uh, compliment, man. But, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, but it doesn't work again for me just on the Friday night, you know, to bring it back to us doesn't work if we're not doing it together. Because yeah. again, a lot of the, <clears throat> I talk about the meat and potatoes a lot. You know what I mean? A lot of the meat comes from double A or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I don't have, this was, you know, this is his, his, uh, you know, uh, topic or whatever. And you could even say that when we incepted this idea, it was double A that incepted the idea that he was like, you know, he he planted it in my mind, Leonardo DiCaprio style. Where <laughs> I was like, oh, and I was like, okay, let's do it. You know what I mean? And then, yes, but then it becomes a collaboration process or whatever to where we make it both happen. You know what I mean? And, and yeah, I mean, like, I never want to take full credit for this. You know what I mean? Or, or anything that I didn't but, actually do. But like if people that. were actually following him more, they'd be like, oh, man, he's, he must be you know, the, the total operation, you know, cause he's out there, he's doing podcasts. He's, he's, you know, he's bringing more of a crowd to us, yeah, <laughs> you know, <it's... laughs> and I'm kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm like this, I'm fine with it. I'm really am. I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, I, you know, next week. Okay. You know, uh, maybe this, maybe check out this, maybe, yeah. you know, read that, watch this, you know, get ready for the episode and, yeah. and then promote all week long for it. So maybe we can give you entertain, you know? Yeah. But um, you, you do, I think you do need both. You do need both to yeah. be successful though, whatever. And again, it's kind of like, uh, what was I thinking about recently? I think it was in terms of, it was in terms of wrestling, right? And it's like where you have, you know, just one at the top of the mountain for a long time, right? Like WWE now has been alone. But now they people, you know, people are, AEW is there because it's in they're, the conversation. They're still number one. Yeah, they're it, still number one. You're right? not going to get the revenue like, like WWE is getting. But I think what we were talking about is that we were saying, you know, how like people are so eager to kind of excuse me, squash the competition. It should never be about squashing it. It should be yeah. about maybe you want to be better. You know, yeah. and that's what Marvel and DC have done so well at yeah. is that they've maintained their rivalry yeah. and they've maintained mm -hmm. like, like, you know, like they say, competition drives one to yes. be better than the other. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, that's what makes it, it makes it great. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, and sometimes I think collaborators can be that way. One can drive the other to be better. You know what I mean? When it and, comes to, you know, Kirby and Lee, I think that's a, a great example is that there probably was some give and take in, in, in both of that. You know what I mean? It just sucks that because I guess, you know, I guess it does ultimately come down to later money. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, one, one, does feel bitter and feels jaded by that and feels like you know what whoever was behind it but you're there i'm gonna blame you or whatever and not only that but the truth is that kirby probably knew the people that were above stan you know what i mean that that he could have blamed too but you know you're blaming some suit to the media they're like who but if you blame stan lee it's like oh stan lee was a, didn't he didn't give you credit like that's a much more enticing tidbit you know what i mean and i would say the same thing for steve ditko you know what i mean it's kind of like okay you know what i mean like you know where's this vocalness now or, or at the time versus now when it's like oh well he never gave me credit or whatever it's like well where the fuck were you you know what i mean like, yeah because apparently he wasn't even happy when it was like uh spider-man created by stanley and steve ditko mm -hmm. like for some reason steve ditko really thought spider-man was all his which is weird uh that's a weird <laughs> one i never understood 
Yeah. Uh, because he wasn't even happy with that. And, and and that's how I felt in my research with some of this Kirby stuff is they almost feel as though like, oh, well, Stan, whatever work went across his desk, he just put his name on it. And I'm like, okay. Maybe maybe that did happen, but maybe it happened in the later ones. But do you remember, do you remember for years, AA in comics, we'd get comics, they weren't written, drawn, anything by Stanley, but it would be like Stanley Presents. Presents. Yeah. And again, I'm like, guys, you know why they did that? Because the He's name fucking sold name. comic yes. books. Yeah. That's really what he was always yeah. trying to do. It's not like it's not like he put, you know, Stanley Leibowitz on there. He put Stanley because that was almost like again, Mr. Marvel, like that right. was like, you know, Hugh Hefner talk if you ever read anything about Hugh Hefner and Playboy, Hugh Hefner was not a Playboy. He I mean, late he he became, he became the persona. That, yes. Yeah, he yes. based stuff on he said like on James Bond, yeah. the, on the guy he wanted to be. He was quiet, he was reserved, he was not outgoing, he was shy. But when he made this magazine for men, and again, the idea spawned from him being like the kind of man I would like to be or whatever. He's like, the only way to be to make this work and sell is to become Mr. Playboy. You know, the, the original logo was the bunny with yeah. the smoking jacket. He started to wear the smoking jacket. He started to do that stuff. He he probably didn't even, I'm not going to say he didn't want to be having the three chicks, but it probably was like, well, I got to keep maintaining that. And look what that did. Like, I... That's the one that makes me really sad because Hef was always one of those guys that I really looked up to because of that. But I mean, like, I also thought it was great that he built his magazine from the ground up. He was the editor in chief for all of those years. I loved, I actually did, besides looking at the naked chicks, love to read a lot of the articles <laughs> in there. You know what I mean? Um, you know, but I mean, I see him very much as one of these guys that it was like he maintained ownership of his yeah. creation. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was like, and and again, that's that whole episode, guys, that we could do and get into where it's like, if you want that, you, you know what I mean? And I know that that's hard because me and Double A have talked about it and we're like, if someone was coming tomorrow and be like, we're going to give you guys 20 grand for just another Friday night. I don't know if we sell it for that cheap, but you know what I mean? Like that would be 10 grand that we both don't have right now. and be like, well, it's fucking 10 grand. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you know? I, I even think that kind of happened with the, the Ninja Turtles guys too for mm -hmm. a while. You know, I think there was a little split there too, somewhere along the way. Yeah. Uh, now they vote. They they're good now. Good, right? You know, yeah. something that these two, you know, obviously couldn't do on their own. So yeah. I guess I just don't like it. Like, I guess I would have, and again, but you can see the man's contributions. I can. I, yeah, I mean, they're just yeah. as big. No, totally. For totally. For DC, and, and I can know? also see their frustration. Yeah, it just hurts me that Stand as a fan gets run through the mud. Right, and it hurts me that that like again, like I told you off air before we started, I said it comes off as bitter. It does. That's how it comes it off, and, and it's it's not a very it yeah, it's not a very shining moment on him. I'm like. I'm like, when you start saying these things, guess how you're going to come off? You're going to come off as bitter. So, but then look what happened with the image guys. Same problem. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why they left. That's why they formed the image because they felt the same way. Todd felt the same way. Yeah. Todd felt like I'm making you guys a shitload of money yeah. and you guys aren't, you know, but again, me, it, you know, these guys uh, can't blame Stan Lee. He wasn't fucking no, there. No, you know but it's like, still the same know. argument. Right. You yeah. know, Rob Liefeld's like, man, I turned your new mutants into like the number two best selling X Men book now. Oh, yeah. Jim Lee's like, I just sold 8 million copies for you for X Men number one. You mm -hmm. know, uh, you know, again, Tom McFarland, Spider Man was in the dumps. I made him your number one guy again. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, it comes to. I get it. You want that credit where credit's due. But also, too, I think that as a creator, you've got to be protective of yourself. But with him, and though, again, it's different because he actually was a creator of all those characters. Right. You know, and that's right. where I think 
that's where the super frustrating part. He's not grabbing a character uh, and saying, you know, and saying, I made him more money for you. Mm-hmm. This guy is the guy who created those characters that everyone has made money off. Yeah. Everybody has made money off him and Stan's creations. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. And yeah. I think that's where he gets super frustrated because there's both sides, Marvel and DC, are making millions hundreds of millions of dollars off yeah. his work and i told you i just watched not the, seen anything. yeah i just watched the yeah. bob ross thing and it was that exact same story and it's like, i could say the same thing to bob i could say bob now bob wasn't blaming anybody but it could say the same thing to bob be like dude you got to protect yourself uh guys we got we're, we're not going to end on this block we're going to go into one more block but but uh let's read a couple of comments while uh, we're still recording rizzo says the dynamic duo double a and cm chuck uh thank you thank you uh, Jerry that. says can't wait to listen to this sorry i missed it jack kirby is legendary his style is so uh oh i can't say that word uh, idiosyncratic <laughs> and immediately recognize it 100 framing and body positioning were unique and dynamic hell to the king hell to the king and he said also, Shang Chi was pretty damn right. Pretty damn right. Excellent right. review, Jerry. Jerry, I'm glad you hear it. And, and Jerry too. I mean, he's a, one of those guys that you know can tell the Kirby art and just mm-hmm. he just melt, man. You just yeah. look at his art, and you're just like, fuck, it's so beautiful. Double A. If we would have told each other before this episode started, look, man, let's just talk about the man as an artist. Oh my god, I would have said just. <laughs> I mean, hands down, I have a beautiful Silver Surfer tee with that. You can't see it. I'm pointing to one of Double A's comics yeah, on the wall. You can kind of see it, but yeah. it, it the it's picture, right next to Stan. It, it, what number, what issue is that, though? Uh, it's issue 50. Issue 50 of uh, Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four. Surfers flying just like that. And it's. Uh, I think that's the exact image my dad has tattooed on his forearm. That's how much <laughs> oh, my yeah. dad loves okay. that image yeah. of Jack Kirby. Yeah. We love Jack Kirby. I love Jack Kirby. Yeah. You know what I mean? Again, it's just, I, I. you know, this is so known. And unfortunately, again, like I said... I feel it's unfortunate for him because this is tied into his legacy, this Stan Lee thing or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't even think it's t- tied that much to Steve Ditko. I mean, no, maybe it is, is, but but again, his name isn't as bit. prominent. His name is because a... it's just Spider Man and Strange. I mean, you're, right. you're talking about a guy. Who oh yeah, got way more dwarfs, way more vast. You know dwarfs I mean? just about everybody. But again, it's like you know, Stan wasn't at DC, and Kirby had issues with DC too. Um, but, but I mean, uh, again, you're talking about probably maybe the greatest creator. Uh, because he did it without Stan, he did it before Stan, and he did it after Stan. Mm-hmm. I mean, Captain America is not Stan's, and the Fourth World is not Stan's, and mm-hmm. those are characters that are still being used today. The Captain America Civil War, a billion dollar movie, you know, yeah. the Justice League movie, what five hundred, seven hundred million? Mm-hmm. I mean, psh, yeah, uh, using Jack Kirby stuff, you know. Yeah. I mean, you don't have a. a- you know the avengers you know, without cap you know thor iron man you know yeah. what i mean and so uh, so to downplay this man's contributions to the medium is just outrageous and to say that he doesn't belong up there with stanley is just nuts as a co-creator of marvel i mean it, it should always say stan and jack presents honestly <laughs> yeah i mean most of the creations you're you're pretty much piggy banking on his creations i mean and stands you know i mean yeah the whole yeah. medium is based on really them i thought it was really interesting what ed brubaker said uh you know in kevin smith's podcast when he said you know he's like you know what i don't even care about all that he was like uh it would just would have been nice to get some more money out of it and i think i was I like saw, that's a very honest answer i was I like okay that's all he wanted to you know what i mean like he could have said you don't have to tell put, put my fucking name in the movie just mail me a couple more <laughs> checks or whatever and it's like all right like that's a fair that's a fair answer you know what i mean and and again it's like i know i mean you kind of talked about it before and i think that you know 
Stan liked kind of being famous. You know what I mean? Like he, he kind of liked there, being. You can always tell the guys that love being out sure. there and love being in front of the camera. Yeah. Steve Jobs was another guy. Right. Love being out there. Right. Love selling all his Apple tech. Mm-hmm. Man, you're going to buy this. You're going to fucking love it. Yeah. Same thing Stan was. Marvel is the greatest fucking comic book medium with the greatest heroes, the greatest villains. You're going to love our brand more than just Superman and Batman. We got everything for you. Yeah. We got a Hulk. We got a Wolverine. We got a Spider-Man. You know, we got an Iron Man. You know, we, we got fucking Black Panther. You know, we got Sue Richards. We mm-hmm. got everyone for everybody. You know? Yeah. You know he loved yeah. that. Marvel was... He probably felt Marvel was his creation, just like Kirby did. But probably Stan was just like, you know, you're going to love our stuff that we created for you. Right. You know? Right. And I don't think that if these guys were around during this Marvel renaissance mm-hmm. we've been having movie-wise, they would have wanted to do a cameo. They probably would have got approached, but they might have been like, ah, no thanks, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you know, you've got this guy that is kind of synonymous with it. He's yeah, proud of Marvel. He's for proud sure. of what they did. Yeah. What they built. Like He's we said, it, it's like, again, I can't keep kind of keep it back. The movie, The Founder, you know, with Michael Keaton's character. Stan is like, probably thinking, yeah. this is where we should have been the whole time. Why they never made a movie when they made a Superman movie that made... Three hundred million dollars in nineteen seventy eight. When a Batman movie came out, made five hundred million dollars right. in nineteen eighty nine. How come nobody studios was taking a chance with our stuff? Yeah, and he's probably you know when he saw Endgame, when he saw it become the number one movie ever, ever. he was probably like, "This is where we should have always exactly. been. This exactly. is what I was trying to get this whole fucking time." Yeah, and it just took a while, but yeah. you know now Marvel is like a big part of the Disney. You know, library. I mean, oh, huge. Not Lee, that has to be where they make the most money. Yeah, oh, yeah. Has to be. I would think so, unless it's Star Wars. But I mean, they uh, even then, close. I mean, it, no, yeah. it's already Trump Star Wars. Shit, the Avengers movie, just those four movies. Yeah. Uh, the first one made a billion. The second one, I think, made under, and then the third and the fourth one. Yeah, the, the fourth one made two point seven. I mean, it's blown it, the Star Wars franchise away. Yeah, and for me, I think that for Stan, that probably is like you know, like. My work is done. Like that's it. That's what I was that's trying. That's what to I was do. trying to get to. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and and maybe it's worth it. I mean, again, I don't want to say he stepped on these guys' necks or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, you know, but you know, it just, it's just it it's is, unfortunate. It is happened. nice though. I I know Kirby's family doesn't really get shit. I think they're still trying to fight that. I don't think they get shit from either wow. either company. Yeah, I don't think so. That's the only thing that kind of blows, and it's still kind of it putting does. a mud hole. Yeah. On his legacy again, they, you know, because they always say it's created by Stan and Jack. Yeah. And it's just like, but Kirby's family don't have nothing to show for it, what their, you know, grandpa did, their dad yeah. did, you know. It, it does suck, though, believe with that. And I, and I, again, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Again, after seeing the fucking Bob Ross thing, I was like, man, what the fuck? But again, I, I also don't understand. Now, with Bob Ross, it was different because it was like his name and likeness and all that was like, other people own that, not him or his that's family weird. or whatever. Yeah. And again, they did it in a, a devious way. It was again kind of when similar was, to the McDonald's. When he thing. was sick, right? Uh, yeah, when he was sick. Yeah. Um, but the uh the thing I was thinking of is that like, you know, when it comes to these guys, shit, and we're right up against this uh, <laughs> yeah. break. Let, let me take this quick break, guys, then we'll, we'll I'll finish my, my thought here. I might finish it in the break. Check it out on YouTube. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for hanging in there with us. With you know, of course we do a long one, you know what I mean? Like we ain't gonna keep it short. We're gonna read any comments that come in while we're here in this last block, but yeah, guys, so I mean, without a doubt, I mean, you can't deny the man's legacy, the creation. He is a co-creator yeah. of Marvel. Yes. You know, I mean, he's his name, him and Stan are the creators of Marvel. 
They're the ones who gave us this whole brand new universe <laughs> that are finally being celebrated now in the 2000s. It, it took a while, but you know now you can see their imaginations are making money for just about everybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and when you say those characters' names, certain images pop into your mind, mm -hmm. and that's it. Like when I think of like Hulk, sometimes I think of that you know, flat top yeah. Hulk, you know what I mean? That wide set head. And it's like, that's Jack Kirby. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, and again, I, I, I think about the words and I think about Stan and I think about Stan a lot. Um, you know what I mean? But I mean, uh, the silver age, when you think even say silver age, I just think Stan and Jack, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't even think DC at all. <laughs> yeah. I think, of you know, all the new creations those guys did, you know, fantastic Four, X-Wing, Spider-Man, yeah. Daredevil, uh, you know, all those new titles that just came sprawling from either them two or one of them. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> no, and they most certainly yeah. created magic. They created one of a kind thing oh together. Yeah. But I think the purpose of our episode, and I kind of asked you earlier in the episode, right? Do I said, what do you think we're trying to do today? And I think what we wanted to do is that we wanted to inform and maybe educate some people that don't know the name Jack Kirby on who Jack King Kirby was, and that this guy you know stanley is not an artist you know he didn't draw any of that stuff and 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 uh uh jack kirby did you know i mean he's who drew all the icons you know all the avengers look. all yeah. that gave him a look man he gave him a, a a feel that is so um uh iconic it is what it is and so i mean that's where you know we feel like people should know his name and that's why we're doing this episode that's why we wanted to talk about him and and say hey if you know the name stan lee then you should you should also know the name you Jack Kirby. Know. yeah you know because his art did dominate comics for a while i mean his art was the art yeah <laughs> you know and, you know it kind of makes me think double a about one of those um jimmy fallon type things where you like go to the street or whatever if you went to the street right now and asked people you know like hey who drew you know uh captain america or whatever people would probably just say stanley Lee. yeah and, i mean that would they would answer that to any comic book character probably you know um there, there's a reason for that you know what i mean is that stan put himself out there like that or and whatever whenever, but, you know a family asked me or a friend asked me is like who created these i i always usually if they are created from them too I always like to say, oh, Stanley and Jack Kirby. Yeah, you know exactly. Unless exactly. it's a character that you know Jack didn't do, like Daredevil, then I'll be like, oh, Stanley. You know, right? And again, they won't even know the other artists. <laughs> yeah, and again, yeah. it's easy for like the water the water to get muddy. You know, like when it comes to Spider Man, you know, like Double A was informing me that you know, like uh, it's Jack Kirby that drew the cover to Amazing Fantasy. Yeah, he didn't like uh, Steve Ditko's cover. Yeah, you know, so he asked Jack if he can do a cover. So it's Amazing Fantasy 15 is Jack Kirby. Yeah, and you can tell because Spider Man looks thicker. Yeah, he's like a big, a big guy. Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's cool. And it's you really, can always it's, tell Steve Diggles because Steve Diggles is always like a skinny Spider Man, a skinnier Spider Man yeah. for sure. Uh, which made sense because you're supposed to be a kid. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, you know, yeah, but um. I think that he's great. I love Jack Kirby's art. Uh, I mean, you can't you can't get away from it. They're just so iconic. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know you got forty eight. You know right yeah. there. The, the coming colors, of Galactus, fantastic. You know, forty eight. Forty nine. You know, uh, just yeah. Galactus. Fantastic four. Uh, you know, and you just, I mean, the cover just pops. And look those up, guys. Yeah. If you're listening to us on audio, look up Fantastic Four 48, 49. Not only those comics just pop. Like, the art just pops. Yeah. You know, you can almost feel it. You know? Yeah, definitely, man. I can feel, like, I when I when i think of the fantastic four those are the faces that come to my mind yeah. that that cert, that particular thing <laughs> yeah. the way he looked with his kind of sad eyes and the way that jack could 
get that out of the character. You, you could see that that thing was and sad. And what a flow from these two guys. I mean, we only mentioned the heroes, but I mean, you know, oh, again gosh. with X Men, it's just like Magneto, Wanda, yeah. Quicksilver, uh, you know, Juggernaut, the Sentinels. You know, with the Hulk, you got General Ross, you got Betty, you got Major Talbot, you know, you got Leader, Abomination, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, I mean, Black Panther, you know, I mean, golly, the Doctor Doom, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, it was a kind of a visual for Darth Vader, you know, I mm -hmm. mean, you know, uh, uh, you know, Spider-Man, well, not Spider-Man, but I mean, it's just like, golly, the, the villains that came out of these books, too, are just like, damn, the Scrolls. Oh, the yeah. scrolls have a major part now in the movies. Yeah, you know, they came out in the Captain Marvel, and movie, they keep a lot of they, you know the yeah. ears and the green yeah. and the chin. You I know, mean, like that's, you know, that was from the early Fantastic Four, you know, book. The Watcher. Now you're seeing the Watcher now. It, you know? it it's it is kind of sad to think that Jack didn't live long enough to see some to of that see this, come to right? the screen because yeah. I think seeing it on screen would have really been like I wow. think so too because Dan got to see it. You know, yeah. And even if he got to see Justice League, I wonder how he would have felt. Oh, like, man. Wow, my, my characters, you know? Yeah. Like, I popped when I saw this odd. I popped when I saw Granny Goodness at the end. You know, I was like, holy shit. There the they Snyder are, finally, yeah, you know? there they are. And and they're a major part, too, in, in uh, the Adventures of Superman cartoon. Mm -hmm. uh, Inner Game, that's that's Jack Kirby's creation, oh, too. Oh, nice. Inner Game. Yeah, yeah that's so, cool. I mean, golly, you know, just to, you know, go back and Calabac, that's his creation, too. Nah. Okay, know? that's pretty so, awesome. I mean, it's kind of neat to think that he saw some of that stuff, you know, right? come to fruition. Yeah. You know, and I don't know. I hope it wasn't a source of soreness, like for him, like ah, like fuck. There's a you know, someone's like sends him that and says, hey, you know, uh, your creations on this animated series <laughs> or whatever, and you're like ah, shit. Who yeah, knows? Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Uh, I would like to think that there's still some sense of pride in that, like man, sure, that's badass. You know what I mean? Like you know, now mind you. Though that art in those is not as dynamic as his art. Oh, no, you know I mean? no, his no, art no, much more no, dynamic. But I mean, just how cool it is that, you know, they're like, man, we could really use these characters. Right. You know, because Orion does play a big part mm -hmm. in that one, too. Yeah. And even in Kingdom Come, yeah, they use Orion. Kingdom Come, they you show know, him, so, yeah. yeah so, it's I mean, pretty badass, man. So, um, yeah, and I hope that it didn't come off in any way as though I, 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 dislike jack kirby that is not the case at See all him here remember is a story guy uh yeah it's a story right and again i can't draw a lick now if you ask me about the man's art all day i will tell you how fucking incredibly beautiful it is and again too i mean obviously he had some part to do with the story i mean i mean they, yeah, i think the, the marvel method tells us that or whatever but yeah. i almost feel as though it's one of those situations double a where you don't know there might have been nights where they were both hunched over the board being like oh change that change that or write one line let me borrow this line the line's good change it. And at that point it's 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 a collaboration it just really it is, is. You know? and uh, i think sometimes people forget what should be as a co-writing or what shouldn't yeah i think it was like identify like stanley i'm the writer you're the artist right it seemed like that was like the identification yeah <laughs> you know yeah like your job title is artist my job title is writer right you know and i right. think that's probably what he probably just saw you know, I'm the writer. Well, you know, yeah. it's not like Frank Miller became you know, yeah, writer, artist, you know. Yeah. I, I do think. Or the, like you said, the plot. They probably right. started putting that more and more because of probably fights, you know. Yeah. So it's probably like probably plot did. by both of these guys. They probably <laughs> did. Which just says, you know, to me, it's like, you know, it, it, it does depend on like how you handle the business aspect of it. You know what I mean? But, you know, when it's a collaboration that marriage is what makes the end product 
what it is. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, you don't get it without the other. You know what I mean? I, I think you need, you need, they, you they needed each other. They did. They, they did. did. They, they really other. did. And, and out of that, you know, we all benefit. The fans benefit. Oh, you know what I mean? And we're and, still benefiting, you know? For sure. Again, the Eternals, that's going to be all Jack Kirby, really. Yeah. You know, that movie, that's, you're finally going to see what, what just him, honestly, the creations that poured from him, the mm-hmm. Celestials, the Eternals, the Deviants, you know, so that's going to be interesting to see, to finding all that stuff come to life. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, someone can easily come in, right, Double A, and, and say, oh, well, they, they're drawing off other people's inspirations, you know, which yeah. they are, you know what I mean? Like, I know that Gilgamesh is a, you know, that's a, an, an ancient <laughs> tale, and they're drawing off that. Thor, hell, he's a Norse guy yeah. already. He's already yeah. there, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, we know that, you know, uh, the Hulk is essentially Frankenstein and Dr. Jekyll combined. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, you know, everyone borrows from everyone or whatever. And like it, it, you know what I mean? Like, again, I've never been in that situation. So I'm sure that if it was my creation, I'd be feeling pretty fucking bitter too. But I'd just come out and be like, I'm I'm bitter. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but uh, final thoughts, Devil A, what do you think? Yeah, just, you know, just remember Jack Kirby is in the same line as Stan Lee. It's just as important creator. Yeah, he's created before Stan and created after Stan. Totally. But his greatest creations were with Stanley under the Marvel banner. They built that house, they bricked it up, they mortared it, everything. They they're like, and they let everyone else come in and add on to the house, if you want to mm-hmm. say, you know, to make it even bigger, you know. And then he went to DC and he added more layers to their fucking house, you know, and they're profiting off of him too. So I mean, yeah. Just, you know, just a great creator has to be a top three creator just because how long he created and how many characters he created. I mean, golly, maybe even a top two. Right? Oh, shit. Yeah. You know, just because, I mean, all the characters that he created. I can't think of another guy that has a list as long as he does. No, that's a great you point. Know? I mean, golly. That's a great so, point. I never yeah. thought about it, you know, like that. You know, yeah. So. so, I mean, so, man, Jack King Kirby, you know. Yeah, man. Uh, for me, kind of the same thing, uh, guys. It's like you know, um, Stanley, obviously an icon, uh, one of my personal favorites. Uh, but Jack Kirby definitely right up there alongside of him. Uh, again, the art is undeniable, undeniably beautiful, and whatever contributions he made, you know what I mean. That you know we may not know because the things happened many, many, many years ago, and there was probably just two guys scenes. there, yeah, and behind yeah. the scenes. But I mean, I'll say this, uh, you know, give the man credit where it's due, um, you know, as much as you can, you know what I mean? And and now, especially now they're all gone, you know, so, you know, what do we have to, to, to go on or whatever? Yeah, what do you, you say? Know? The three fathers yeah. almost of Marvel? Stan, yeah. And Jack and Steve? Yeah, for sure. Hey, for sure. But least. Jack Kirby, man, I mean, uh, one of the all-time greats, um, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a true fan again, you know, I, I love him. Like I said, is he's, was a badass, and, he and you love him too, because you go see his movies. Yeah. So you love him too. Absolutely. <laughs> Even if you didn't know it. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Uh, well, double A, there's nothing else, man. I don't see any comments hanging out yeah, in the let's, queue. Yeah. Let's take this one home. Uh, guys, at the end of every episode, we like to say a few things. Uh, we like to remind everyone, guys, you know, uh, if there's something out there that you want to do, uh, you want to create a comic book, you want to draw a comic book, you want to go draw for one of the big publishing houses, uh, by all means, you know what I mean? Do it. Seize the day. Uh, a lot of what I read about Jack Kirby was that, uh, you know, he did a lot of what he was doing, like to feed his family and stuff like that. It was like, you know, he was a provider and he was a dad and maybe that's why he did some jobs that they said, you know, there was you know, uh, uh, 
devil dinosaur and there was a couple of other things that maybe weren't as popular uh but you know at the end, you know he was an artist and i think he loved the medium but he also was like hey I, i've got a family to feed so yeah. you know i'll do the job you yeah. give me you know um but seize the day guys go do that or whatever and again like we said jack was trying to feed his family at sometimes uh you know what i mean you got to do whatever it takes and he did by know? creating a shitload of characters yeah yeah and maybe some that even weren't that popular when you create that long they ain't all going to be the hulk and 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 the x-men you know what i mean you're going to get some some ones that are just kind of not not there or whatever but you know you're you're doing whatever it takes like jack kirby's creation captain america said do whatever it takes so guys uh for myself cm chuck double a oh and uh, we got a last comment here from rizzo rizzo says threelegedrabbit.com lots of fire designs uh not just his stuff yeah. uh check it out yes guys please go check out threelegedrabbit.com uh, you can get these shirts. this gorgeous gorgeous shirt is there um you can uh also get uh other just another Friday night merchandise. Yeah, yeah. You, you can, can also get yeah. merchandise from Invincible Comics and more. Uh, I love the Scary Terry. If you're a fan of Rick and Morty shirt from uh, uh, Chris Rizzo, his great designs, and the Three Legged Rabbit uh, shirt himself with the crutch and the carrot is a cool shirt. Right. I got it home. I haven't worn that one yet. I gotta get the, break that one out this uh, weekend probably. Uh, but guys, again, man, a great topic, great show. Double A. Uh, I look forward to doing it again with you next week. Yep. So guys, um be safe out there. Wear your yeah. masks. Yeah. Um it's getting bad again. Yeah, if you haven't gotten vaccinated, get vaccinated. It's getting really bad. <laughs> uh we're the fully vax podcast here. Uh and um yeah, just just stay safe, guys. Uh seize the day, do whatever it takes, be safe, and good night. <laughs>